I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gelenor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number 118 with Zulu. Zulu, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing pretty good. It's a beautiful day out. There's not a cloud in the sky right now. I'm feeling good. So this is There's definitely a couple clouds here. Yeah. So wh- where are you? Are you in Texas? I'm in Austin. Okay. Yeah, Austin, Texas. Austin. Have you r- ran into Joe Rogan or Lex Friedman? I haven't. <laughs> but on my airplane to go to TwitchCon last year, I um uh. What's his name? I, something Willink, Jock, Jocko. Oh Willink yeah, 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 my, yeah. He was on my flight. Oh shit! Is the yeah. dude? That dude's massive. He is, and he was he was up in first class, so I walked past him uh, to get oh, to that's, my seat. Oh, that's that's crazy. Did you say yeah. like anything? Did Did you see other people saying anything? Like crowd? Uh, you know, I didn't say anything, but this guy who sat next to me on my on my flight. Um, he actually is like a fitness coach. His name's Shane. Uh, we got to know each other like on Instagram and stuff. But he, after the, like I told him, I was like, do you know Jocko's on this flight? And he's like, oh, I'm a big fan of that guy. And he went up and said something to him um, as we were deboarding. That's so cool. Yeah, that that guy is, he's like one of those like motivators. Um, yeah, he's like, he's one of those motivational, I guess, speakers or whatever, or like, but he has like a motivational podcast. But he also, it's, he's like very real because he actually was a Navy SEAL and he actually was, this like mm-hmm. hardened military guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's that's so cool though. But like Austin, Texas, that seems like every like everybody's there. It feels like that's like the hub of podcasting yeah. and just a lot of a lot of comedy here too. Yeah, comedy as well. That's true. Yeah. Do you ever go to any shows? Um, you know, I want to go to one called Kill Tony. Um. It's a huge, huge podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it, but Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, it's a it's a comedy show live here in Austin. It originally was in California, and they're coming up on almost ten years of being around. And the premise is that um, like people sign up. Usually, it's like a hundred to two hundred people sign up and put their name in a hat. And he has a guest on, lots of famous comedians and people over the world. He's had Joe Rogan on before, um, and 
I think is actually his show is at Joe Rogan's Comedy Club now. Uh, when it, it just opened recently, but basically pulls the name out of the hat. They have sixty seconds to do stand up in front of a live audience, and then he'll do an interview portion where he either like roasts them or gives them praise or tips. Really good. Dang. But I want to go to that, but I haven't gone yet. Yeah. So how long have you been in Austin for? Did you grow up there? No, I moved here about four years ago. Okay. Uh, me, Lake, and ChemQ moved into a place together. Mm. Um, oh, back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that was four years ago. In a month, yeah. In a month, it'll be four years. That is crazy. Okay, so wait, wait. So where are you originally from, you said? Uh, Florida. Okay. And that's when you started streaming and everything? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's insane how like quickly time flies by. I still remember you. I was just talking to Jace earlier this week, talking about like you and Rigandow and uh, Jace all kind of came around streaming at the same time, and that literally feels like yesterday. Yeah, it was like a small like three month period where each of us had started streaming, and uh, I think it was it was 2016. Yeah, which is seven yeah. years ago. <laughs> that's crazy. And yeah. you and you probably felt, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably felt like you were a latecomer to the stream game, huh, at the time? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just... weirdly still feel like that today, but then I look at people who started like, you know, a couple years ago or a year yeah. ago, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, they don't even remember when there wasn't such a thing as um, being an affiliate. They don't remember when there wasn't a Twitch Prime, when there wasn't bits. Yeah. No, I, I literally talk to creators all the time, and I'm like, it always feels like you're the latest comer. Like, you, you've you missed your opportunity, you know, to be yeah. a content creator. And it's like, it's literally never too late. Like, the earlier you get on it, the better, obviously. But, like, it's not, it's never too late. Yeah, yeah. I and, agree with that. It's yeah. it's a weird thing. Um, I know uh, Kev Q is very polarizing to people. People either love him or hate him. But he said one thing to me one time. Um, he was like, uh, I think it was about my YouTube maybe. And he was like, if you, you know, because I had been like kind of on a hiatus from it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if you had been started being active a year ago, where would you where would it be today? I was like, damn, that's that's a good perspective to have. Because like yeah. if you're ever thinking about starting something, even if it's not content creation, if it's like working out or if it's, um, you know, learning about a new field you're interested in. If you started a year ago, where would you be at today? Yeah. No, that's a, an amazing perspective to have. Like, that's what you should... Yeah, that that is, like, your... That, that is what your uh, perspective should be, honestly, if you're trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. so how was that, um, starting out streaming? And what was the reason for it? Um, so, I started playing old school the second day it came out. Uh, not the first day because I couldn't figure out how to make it work on my uh, shitty MacBook Pro at the time. <laughs> I bet you were um, raging. Just log me. <laughs> it was annoying because all my all my uh, Call of Duty friends had like been playing and and I was just like not able to get on. I was like I can't get it to work. Um, this is when there wasn't a client, so you played in the browser. Um, when Old School first came out, there wasn't a client. I don't think. Really? I'm You're pretty still sure. You're playing on the Java client, really? Or you know what? Maybe maybe it had opened a browser um tab and then and then popped out a client something okay. like that but on the on the browser page it wouldn't load and so i started playing on the second day of old school um and i fell in love again with with runescape you know i played it as a kid um in like middle school um and then stopped because i got more interested in call of duty and music um but 
then I guess I had maxed in 2014, and then um, sometime in like late 2015, I'd finally upgraded from a Mac to a actual desktop like computer, and like within a month, I'd started streaming. And I only did a couple of streams at the end of 2015. I really started in 2016. Um, I remember, I think my first real stream on my own channel was the Oblivion and Prop Swap Christmas giveaway. Very long time ago. We did a Christmas like drop party or something, and I streamed that. Um, and then I started streaming uh, like actively when Zaya came out and when I was going for 200 mil prayer and construction. And when I started transitioning from going from 200 mils to going for pets. Okay, so that you so so you weren't going for two hundred mil all when you first started actively streaming. Is that correct? I think. Uh, I mean, I, kind of at the at the time, it was like I wanted to do everything in the game. So mm. it was like two hundred mils. I wanted to get two hundred mils, um, and then I also wanted to get you know all the pets. At the time, there wasn't collection log, um, so it was really just like, and I think there was only like twenty or thirty pets in the game at the time. Um, but I wanted to do both. Okay, but and but you were originally trying to get two hundred mil all exclusively before that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Because there wasn't a whole lot to do in the game. So what changed <laughs> your perspective on that, and what made you want to be more of like a completionist type player? Um, I think the updates, honestly, I, a mixture of the updates and um, I, I, you know, I can't lie and say that like con like content creation doesn't play a factor in that. Yeah. Um, you know, streaming going for 200 mils is not as exciting as, you know, PVMing or pet hunting or collection logging, mm -hmm. um, for me or for the audience. And also, I guess, uh, at a certain point I'd got more busy in my personal life and I was like, you know, I can go for 200 mils and spend thousands of hours or I could spend the same time or less time uh, creating content I like, enjoying the game just as much, if not more. Uh, and that kind of shifted it. Interesting. Yeah. I think okay. to this day, I'm probably, right now, if I had to guess, I'm around like the 50% mark to 200 mil all in terms of hours. Oh, that's so Maybe. crazy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you got to remember, it, that, like, the time I have in the game, the playtime, because everything a lot of skills got quicker so now oh, it's all be way that quicker sense. that makes sense but i think i had had i think the most ehp i had had at any given time was around maybe 11,000 or 12,000 and but that was when 200 mil all was like 32,000 hours or whatever it was mm. you know so, so technically you're literally like you've lost ehp but you're closer like you're closer yeah, in hours I have but less you've lost hours yeah, interesting. Exactly. I've saved time, but I'm less of the way there. Yeah. So, so there is. So, what? Two hundred mil all is like what? Thirteen thousand hours still. I have no idea. I think it's between thirteen and sixteen, somewhere in that range. Okay. And you're probably at like what six or seven k, assuming that. I had to guess. Yeah. That's so nuts to think about because where like a normal player sees you at you know three point three bill XP. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, like you're just really close. It just seems like that to the average player that's not looking at all the EHP sheets and stuff. Because I remember seeing people. I mean, Randalicious was the first uh, old school stream I ever saw 
And I just remember, like, obviously back then he was just pushing two bill XP, but it already felt like he was halfway, you know, because it's like, oh, two bill, yeah. 4.6, like, what's the difference? But that was like my noob mindset. And then just to realize, no, he is so far away. I would love to reminisce about those old days, man. It was such a strange time uh, in RuneScape because I remember there was a time when the only way to trade people was Zybez. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a trading post, there wasn't a grand exchange, there wasn't any of that. And there wasn't enough players at one point. This was like, I think just before God Wars, there was like less than 10k active people online at, at any given time. And who knows how many of those were bots. People were worried about how they're going to get the supplies to get 200 mils or to get 99s. Like, like getting bones for prayer. Uh, people didn't know how they were going to do it because there just wasn't enough supply coming in unless you went and basically iron man to yourself before iron man was a thing holy crap okay so was zyvez pretty much a thing on day of release sort of like is that how everyone yeah. sort of traded yeah and then it was day of okay. release it was already a thing because zyvez has been around for you know two decades or something yeah and then so i started playing mid 2015 so i wasn't there for the trading post uh release and then for the grand exchange how was the trading post did that fix anything <laughs> It was fucking horrible. Uh, you could post you could post anything you wanted at any price because it would it wasn't a system where they have to accept it. They still they'd see your offer mm-hmm. and they could message you. But then you'd have to still message in game the same way you would on like with Zybez where it's like PM me in game. Okay. My world, your location. Uh, so it was literally just worse than Zybez. It was like okay. Yeah, it's and people just... were also putting up fake offers. Like <laughs> people would put like selling a blowpipe or buying a blowpipe fifty mil or something, right? And when blowpipe was like six or seven mil, uh, and you'd be like, oh my god, I want to message this guy. You add him. He's not online. He doesn't go online forever. Uh, it's just the like inflate prices. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I think the trading post. I I could don't quote me on this. I think it lasted for two weeks. Or a month. I don't think it lasted very long. Yeah, it was very, very brief. And then they were trying to pull the Grand Exchange and that came out. At least yeah. when I go back into the history of these updates, I remember... So you started playing when free-to-play and GE were already a thing. Then. Yeah. I Actually, I was talking to Jace just earlier this week and he said that he was rank one from like April to August of 2015. And I started playing very beginning of September 2015. So... Yeah, um, Jace was rank one for a very long time until Link's Titan decided to max. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I can't god. remember what he had. Nine, I think it was ninety eight construction or runecrafting he had. Or, no, it wasn't runecrafting. He was a hundred and something mil runecrafting. Link's Titan was an alt. Did you know that? Didn't he also have an alt that was? I, I believe like he had his yes. Link's account, but then he had another old school account he that had was like Skiller, Skiller's L. That was it. Yeah. And that was the one that had like a hundred some mil RCXP, I believe. No, it was Link's Titan. Link's Titan was an alt for Forsberg 888. Well, I know that, but didn't he have another old school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Skiller's L has 110 mil runecrafting. Okay. He used that account for shop and for runecrafting and then for running himself uh, essence for lavas. Did he? Okay, so who discovered the shop method? This is the Karumja shop where you could just. Mm. okay again don't quote me on this okay uh i think it was silly apple and dreary that sounded um, silly so apple busted. silly apple was known as sick apple as well at one point he was one of the first people to max but he also was one of the few that got banned in that first like 25 or so um 
Like, if you go on CML, it's like, I don't know if Temple has it, but if you go on CML, it says that I was like ninth or 10th to max, but really I was 14th. It's just mm. that four or five of those people have been banned. <laughs> Holy, okay. Yeah. Well, so- uh, but those two, Dreary was like a, do you know who Dreary is? I think I've heard the name, but no. He was kind of a old legend in the like skilling community. I think he was in Hexus at one point, but he always hung out in the Slay Stars team speak. Um, played like 16 to 18 hours a day every single day. He played like as consistently and probably more efficiently than Link's Titan. Jesus. Um, but I think he got bored quickly of the game after maxing. Mm. If he even maxed, I don't remember. Um, I think he's going for 200 mils, actually. I don't know. But then he started playing RS3, and nowadays I have no idea if he plays or where he is. But I'm pretty sure he is like one of the two or three people that discovered Shop and started doing it. And the first like five or so people was them two, Vinny, uh, Scott Wilson, or Dead Wilson, uh, and then a couple of Hexus people. Wasn't it like 12 mil an hour, which at the time was just obscene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like completely fr- just easy to do, basically. Well, you mm-hmm. you had to have the supplies though. Was it hard to get like the the stuff to sell? Not really, because there was lots of bots that sold things. Hmm. Um. So I I'm trying to remember again. My memory is a little fuzzy. If shop was before GE, I think it was. Okay. Um, and you'd buy stuff from these people that ran like bot farms for battle staves and. Then you would also try to buy rune items from people that are making uh, three item rune items, because um, you you could overpay. And then I remember the shop was still a thing when GE came out because you could overpay like forty two k or something. Uh, this these numbers are made up and yeah, sell yeah. it for like forty eight k on the shop. Yeah, oh my or god, something like that. I I my numbers are probably way off, but that's something like that. <laughs> did Jagex know about it? Like, did they want to fix it? They found out about shop. Uh, not a not at the start. The first like three to six months, I think only people in Hexus and Slay Stars and maybe a couple of other smaller clans knew about it. Um, I remember Oscar did a lot of it. Oscar and Link's Titan did a ton of it. Um, but there was methods that was like twelve mil an hour. Not many people knew that. Most people knew like the two to three mil an hour method. Mm. The twelve mil an hour was um, I think it was like selling two. Per world of big items and then the two to three mil an hour was selling i think five per world of like smaller items like um battle staves and okay dead bodies and uh and like jewelry that's so interesting i i still like i remember playing in 2015 and then just scanning youtube i mean like i would literally just live on youtube (laughs) watching like guides i mean i remember watching your guides i remember that's literally how i learned abyssal sire was from your guide Um, oh i'm so sorry (laughs) no it was great that's exactly what i needed at the time (laughs) you probably think that now but it's like at the time sire i think was 14 kills an hour (laughs) and it was horrible yeah Sire made me almost quit runescape i'm not gonna lie (laughs) Really? Why is that? It was the most depressing boss I'd ever done with the methods back then. I think it was when you could I think it was when there wasn't a hundred percent accuracy on the leap. Um and then Hosta was best with like a arty cloak. It was horrible. So it um 
so I talked about this in the Cold One Whale cast, talking about how you were, uh, we just talked right before recording, that you were uh, seventh, right, to the Infernal Cape? Yeah, yeah. If I can remember the right order, I think it was Wooks, Helvino, um, oh man, Kelvino was in third? It was either Letulainen or or CPL Eric, I think. Okay. I think those were those were three and four, and then it was Bodie was fifth, Dead Wilson, and then me. Okay. Damn, that's what an iconic list. Like that's those are some goats right there, you know. Like, yeah. and I then me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was who was uh, eighth, ninth, and tenth? Do you remember? Oh man, I I want to say Bellis was eighth, but I could be wrong about that. Oh yeah, he. Yeah. He was either eighth or twelfth. He was eighth or twelfth. One and of those he's two. a PKer. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was when he was like kind of transitioning between um, PVMing and PKing. Because back then he was like more of a PVMer, but he was really in love with Deadman mode. Mm. And then I think in that around that time, 2017, he had switched to like mostly PKing. But he used to like PK in a cow suit and like meme. Um, but yeah, he's he's gotten really good over the years. So Infernal Inferno release, that was like literally one of the most iconic days on Twitch. I mean, multiple days, it felt like, you know, just oh yeah. Just go I mean, I had four different streams open. I always had like yours or V the Victim or Bodies or Wooks. It was just like hopping between them basically. And I was in school and I was a complete noob at the time too. I remember just looking at the Inferno. I'm like, I'm never gonna even step in there like this is just impossible even oh dude foe made it to triples on like the first like few hours i think that is so freaking first day maybe i can't remember it was it was it was around the time of the q a i think he had made it to triples dude and then there's an iconic clip oh sorry no 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 i mean i'm i'm just i'm really excited to talk about this stuff i'm just always okay there's an iconic (laughs) before you say that there's an iconic clip uh floating around out there of uh foe during the inferno release day wearing his AQPW shirt. And as they were showing off the different people doing Inferno on Twitch, he had gone and just put his AQPW, like he went full screen and showed that, like the AQPW shirt on uh, their stream. Uh, they quickly switched off of it. But it's, it's an <laughs> iconic clip out there. I don't know if it's still around. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what's nuts about Foe getting to triples day one is that he literally didn't get an Inferno cape for like four years afterward. Yeah, he had just stopped. I think it, I think he got to triples. I can't remember. He was in like the top few people to like the furthest waves because they had shown a list of like who had got to the furthest wave. That's just so crazy. Like, was it just intimidation? Like, I've literally had foe on the cast, and I don't know if we even really talked about this, but I mean, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what it was honestly. I think he didn't have a Tebow or anything. I think his Iron Man was kind of a. I, I could be completely wrong about this, but I think his Iron Man was kind of a noob at the point. It was maybe like 120 combat. I think he had like Arma and ACB, but I don't. I think he was rocking Arams. I don't think he was rocking a Tebow. Yeah, yeah. Like I could be wrong about that though, but I'm pretty sure he had been like the top few people to get to the furthest wave. That is crazy um, during that time. Yeah. So, what was the feeling like for you getting the Infernal Cape? And was oh, it on man. stream? It was- <laughs> Yeah, it was on stream. So what had happened was that first day, kind of like you, I've been so caught up in hopping between stream to stream to stream that I did stream the first like maybe four or five hours of Inferno on release. And at that time, it was like, you know, 5 a.m. for me is when I started my day because Inferno release. 
Yeah. So I I ended my stream and I've been like, okay, I'm gonna do a couple of runs off stream, guys. If I make it to late waves, I'll start a stream up. Um, but I want to watch some of these streams too. And I'd watch like V the victim, like you were saying, dude. He gained 16k followers in three days or something, <laughs> which is insane. It's um, literally more followers than I have right now. Like what the he fuck? he blew up so quickly, and then he like uh, was busy getting his master's degree, I think. So that's why he couldn't stay consistent. Holy streaming. crap! But okay, um, yeah. So I I was hopping between stream to stream to stream. You know, like twenty thousand to thirty thousand people all hopping to the whoever's at the furthest wave. So I was just kind of doing very 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 slow runs where I would be able to sit behind a pillar, watch the stream a bit, do a wave, repeat. Um, and then on day five, it was it was June fifth, um, the fifth day. I had made it to a late wave. I decided, you know, I'll start up my stream, even though I'm getting depressed from dying at like wave, you know, 64 or whatever, 63 or whatever. So often I start my stream up, I get the cape, uh, and and it was a great moment on stream. There's a clip out there somewhere. I, I there's a there's a quote. I, I think I had something like my cape, not your cape chat. This is my cape. <laughs> I did this. I was so I was so happy at the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The feeling of, I mean, everyone that's gotten a cape knows that feeling. And I, it must have just been yeah. so much crazier back then. Yeah. There was no guides or anything. It was like a, it was, you learn from watching people on stream as, as well as like your own ideas and you just go. <laughs> and then you literally get to walk around the game flexing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember. I still remember just Wooks having his and walking around the Grand Exchange with the Infernal. I'm just like, Whoa, that is that thing looks so sexy. I remember that too. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's like it's like it was yesterday. Like the way I can remember <laughs> I know. it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was really a glorious time. I I talk about the Inferno release a lot with my guests because it just seemed like such an iconic time for the game's history and. I don't know. I just really would like to see something like that come back into the game, like Inferno 2, you know? You know what's funny? Think, remember, um, God, I'm going to sound like such a pedantic flex, like, loser when I say this, but you know the rare Wooks emote? Yeah. It was, uh, it became an emote because of me. My friend, uh, Con Number One, you may know him. Yep, yeah. He's made tons of emotes out there for people. He, um, we had like seen that clip and I was like, dude, this should be a gif and we should call it overload because the look, the rare wooks kind of looks like you're overloading in real life. <laughs> and then I'm so happy he went with rare wooks instead because that's way better now thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But that was almost called overload. Oh my God. Yeah, that is an iconic emote. I mean, that just, that's like on, yeah, I would say VV cool is just unstoppable. Like that one's definitely on the that most same iconic, level. but yeah, it's yeah, probably right below that one. I'd say it was almost called overload. And I don't remember if it came from that when he got the cape or if when he got the Tebow. I can't remember um, either. I think it was the Tebow. I want to say it was actually Infernal Cape because I was actually saying, wasn't that oh. the Tebow? But then the more I think about it, I think that was actually the Infernal Cape. Yeah, I don't know. Because Both had come out in 2017, so it's hard to remember that. I think it was Infernal Cape because for I, this is, again, I could be completely wrong, but I think it was like he wasn't sure... If, if he finished it. Yeah, if it was done yet. You know, if there was another yeah. part. And then as soon as he saw it, he, like, freaked out like that. Yeah. Like, there's a, I mean, that, there's a clip for both of them where he jumps up. When he gets yeah. the Tebow, he also <laughs> jumps up. But I don't, I don't know. That, he's not phased by anything. And then you see him react like that, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, we love Wooks. Yeah. 
Oh my god, a, yeah, th- those were those are some good days. Yeah, those early days were crazy, man. There's a uh, so many funny times, like classics. If you know him, he died. I think it was either wave seven or wave fifteen to the triple blobs, <laughs> like the mini blobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a really funny clip out there of that. Um, v the victim had made it. I think he was the first to make it to healers, but then he had to do his CPA exam, and so he couldn't play for a couple oh. weeks. Um, but he should have been one of the first few to get it if he yeah. just had the time IRL. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, we look back then and, um, I mean, you had so much PVM experience prior to that. But it wasn't PVM experience like we know today with all no. the new raids and everything like that. It was literally, like, God Wars and DKs and Chambers, I guess, <laughs> just come out. But, like, you know. Slayer, Slayer bosses and God Wars, yeah. 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 It wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, that's just crazy to think. Um Yeah, that must have given you a lot of confidence, I think, uh getting an infernal cape then. It just seems like anything else that comes out, it's like, okay, you're you're good. Like you're Yeah. It'll be fine. It was at uh, at that point I had already been at a point where people kind of um didn't really look at me as like a top tier PVMer. I think it's I had been memed so hard from the release of raids. Um release of chambers where i had i had like uh died a bunch during our like runs with um bodhi and wooks and uh jumanji and livy or thanks and like all the really good pvmers at the time and i had been dying a bunch uh and so i had been memed a lot so it was like felt really good to get that cape that early to kind of like not necessarily prove myself but to just kind of like yeah show to myself that like hey i i can learn something quick and i can pick this up quickly mm-hmm. and uh i'm not bad yeah and not give up either because that inferno is like the one place that people give up yeah on. It's, it's just horrible it's just knowing you have to go back in at wave one like oh my god <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah um how was chambers released by the way because that, that's a very foggy memory for me. I was very newbie at the time. And I just, I went in on day one. We were hard locked at Tecton because we were in like an 80-man noob team. And, Dude, it was so fun. I remember, uh, so I, 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 I'm going to forget some names and I feel really bad if I do. But like Starfish, Hugo, Merrick, Charles, the people I've already named. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we were all running chambers together. And uh, every time, because we were running with Bodhi. Every time that we would be like, hey, do you think this item would be like decent here? That item at the GE would like triple in price. The staff of the <laughs> dead, I think, went from like 12 mil to like 30 mil in an hour. <laughs> and it was, and then we were like, oh, this is kind of like not that great. But at Ice Demon, that was when we were like, we're thinking, oh man, fire spells. But nowadays, like if you're going for the, cha- like, at least the CM record, you do use that. You yeah. do use, um, well, they changed it. You use a harm orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also remember like I went half price. I think a bulwark was like 150 mil or something. Me and uh, Charles went like 50-50 on buying a bulwark because it had not it wasn't a thing in the game. You know, it just come out um, so that we could tank Tecton. <laughs> it was a really weird time. We were like, you know what? I'll tank Tecton. You guys, you guys do your thing over there, <laughs> and we'd wear a bulwark. That is so fun because you would think that like this would be the use case for it. I mean, it's yeah, a- I don't actually, I don't know. My memory is foggy as well because I haven't run team chambers. Does Tecton attack based on defense? 
I have no idea. I wouldn't be the one to. I don't even know why we bought the bulwark. I think I know it was the tank tecton, but I don't remember if it was because we thought was it just so like everyone else was on a different side and you just sit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I always thought tecton based it on going for a lot of people, but maybe it's based on defense. I don't remember now. Yeah, I'm unsure on that. Um, but we bought a bulwark. I remember to split that. And then I remember Tebow was like 1.8 to like 2.3 bill. Um, Thanks had bought one. And uh, he basically just would get like double everybody else's points every single raid. And we were raiding with Void. God. Everybody was wearing Void. Oh, and that was pre-nerfed Void too, huh? Yep. I don't think Jesus. Elite Void was a thing. Or was it a thing? I don't know. Well, but, even uh, if it wasn't, it wasn't all void just 20%. Like it said it was 10, but it was actually 20. Yeah. Yeah. It was a flat increase. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be disgusting. And it was before scaling changes too. I think in the, in chambers where like the Tebow, the Tebow still scales inside of chambers, but I think it scaled at a higher multiple back mm. then. Maybe. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That would have and, been And uh, we can't forget, we can't forget the fact that they still to this day deny it, but the pet rate was definitely one in 650 items, not one in 65 items. Yeah, I don't think they deny that one. I think they, uh, I think they made that clear. Or maybe it's just I'm talking to players, but maybe like toward release they probably denied it because they tend to do that. That was the same thing with modern. I Mod haven't heard a confirmation from them to this day. Okay, well, Fasani's release, Mod Arcane literally denied it. He put a kappa, but he denied that that nobody was getting drops because literally there was like a community pool of like, okay, we've done like <laughs> 6,000 kills and there's not been one drop. And yeah. it turned out for like the first like six hours of Fasani's release, no drops were coming to the game because they forgot to code it in. Yeah. And then, oh man, the release of Chambers was so, like Ulm was such a new thing. Kieran, Mod Kieran designed Ulm. Mm -hmm. And it was such a new, like, it, dude, that changed everything for so many people. I think so many people had switched from doing, like, skilling or not doing that much PVM, at least, to, like, all they do is PVM. Because that release was, like, Ulm, learning solo Ulm and doing, like, Ulm in general, like, learning the mechanics of, like, dodging um, or, like, skipping, things like that were so fun to learn. And I remember Kelvino, who was, like, the second or third Infernal Cape, he had done a video that everybody was like going crazy over back then, which was a one HP Darok solo. Oh my god! When he do like eight eight to, or one to zero with like eight tick uh, yep. D8 bits, and, <laughs> and everyone thought he was a fucking god for it. Yep, yep. That was the bar back then, and yeah. now it's like, oh, I could go do that. I don't think it'd be efficient or good DPS these days, but you know. I think I think most PVMers that at least have an Infernal Cave can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, but back then. It was like that was the bar. Yep, and that I yeah. Just the f when did Wooks get his Tebow? Because he soloed it. Yeah, I think it was the end of January or maybe it was early February. It was within like the first month or two. That's so crazy to solo he had started, a Tebow. He had started soloing. I think the first week. He had like we had done team chambers for the first like few days, and then I think he went off to, to go solo. Mm. Typical Wooks fashion, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is great. You know, I love that about him. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's what happened. It was in the first month or two. Dude, it's so crazy to like just knowing like the giga brains of these players that discover 
all the mechanics of how to solo ohm and stuff efficiently. Like, what? How do you even start understanding ohm's cycle? Like, I swear to God, like when I was first, I was literally watching the video guides on like how to do it. <laughs> and it, I, even with the guides, I'm com- it's completely going over my head for hundreds of raids. I still am just completely clueless on like how people discovered these kind of things. These players are just so smart. Yeah, that's a huge thing to remember is a lot of release stuff. It's like people don't have the guides. People don't have the four-hour sync guide on on how to solo chambers. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody's going in and figuring out the mechanics. Yeah. That's um, like the and problem. Wooks is like the top, the upper echelon of that where he figures stuff out very quickly. Yeah. I mean, when Tob released, he was soloing Tob. I mean, he was working on yeah. soloing Tob. And I'm like, dude, this is impossible. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but, Wooks and I had the um, the second duo, Tob. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was you, guys, on you were the first five man team as well. You were in that first five man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me, Lake, Bodie, Wooks, and oh, I feel so bad. I forget. Oh fuck. Was it Sync? Was it Dalek Cookie? Was it? I can't remember. Uh, Who was that actually? <laughs> oh no, I feel no, so bad. Oh, okay. I, found, I searched for uh, Tob Zulu only, and I found Wooks's tweet right there. That was uh, July 4th, 2018. But I'm trying to find... I think... Oh, man. I feel so bad not remembering who it was. Was it Classics? It might have been Classics. Yeah, who, I feel like I should even know this person. I'm, I'm even spacing it. It was either Classics, Sync, or Della Cookie, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, it was it was Cloud. It was Reed. Oh yeah. Wait, it was Reed. Or was it or was it Cloud Cloud? I think it was it must Cloud have been Cloud. cloud, it, was cloud. Yeah. it was it was Cloud Cloud. It was yeah. Okay. The the British one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to differentiate that. People who know will know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was a that was a very fun time, and that was yeah. June eighth. So duo soloing and all that wasn't possible in the first couple weeks. Hob didn't scale. Um, oh down. yeah. It was yeah. all a five man scale. And then they changed that until uh or they changed that a few weeks later where it scaled at least down to three. Yeah, that always that felt weird. It felt like it almost should have stayed at a five man because if you're gonna scale it down to three, why not just scale it down to one? But like Yeah, I think HP scaled to three and then number of NPCs scaled down to one. Am I right oh, about that? Oh, okay. I might be I think I'm right about that, but I don't Okay, think interesting. It might still only be three. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I mean, so forgetful with things like this. It's I mean, this is so years, years ago. Yeah. Like yeah. six years ago. Um, yeah. Wooks doing Soda Seg. I just remember like watching that. I'm like, you are tick eating <laughs> balls. Like that was just the craziest yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. And he like, so, so many people forget that like he created a lot of those methods. Yeah, he was pioneering. Like when you think all. about methods today where you're like, oh, tick eating the ball? Who did that first? I think it was Wooks. Yeah, that is so nuts. Yeah, those are some good times. Um, oh, I don't want to give him like all the credit. There's other people like Exact and people that are also re- like really good at creating new methods like Cold One, Adicon. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But Not I mean, I, you got to give that. credit to Wooks for literally being the first to solo it so he maybe he got yeah. like tips and stuff but like other obviously other people work on improving the methods because now solo top i mean it's completely solved you just 
I mean, yeah. it's still very difficult, but like you know exactly where to stand to dodge everything and make yeah things consistent. I still haven't gone and done one. Years and years and years ago, I was going to uh, do it on my thousandth tob, and then I just kind of stopped doing tob, mm. and I still don't even have a thousand. Um, but I was gonna do that. I just never did. Oh yeah, you were like rank one tob for a long time, or I know you were the first to a hundred tob. I was yeah, I was first to a hundred. Um, oh, was I think that? I it? lost rank one shortly after that. Okay. I think in the somewhere in the one hundred to two hundred range, I'd lost that. I think I kept it maybe to like one fifty ish. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't soloed Tob either. I have very little interest in doing that. And nowadays, I mean, it's actually way more doable. Obviously, we have better gear and Blood Fury, which is just insane. But yeah, but yeah, it's still a very cool feat to to do, you know. But. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on TOA having come out? Have you messed around with that a lot? Man, I got mixed opinions, you know? Um, like, I think as far as it being the most unique and uh, kind of choose your own direction and how you want to do it kind of raid, best they've done. They've done such a phenomenal job of giving you all those options. But they didn't do enough um, like hot fixing and adjustment at the start and because they didn't do that I think it's like kind of put a sour taste in a lot of PVMers mouth uh, to this day things like the uh, Eludinus ward and the fang not switching their rarity yeah because yeah. I think the fang and lightbearer should be on that lower tier or sorry, the the ward and light bear should be on that lower tier, and the fang should be in the rarer. I mean, to be tier. honest, I think a lot of people will agree with that. I mean, to be honest, even I mean, the light bearer is such an OP item. I mean, that thing, like we just kind of like downplay it, it as like, oh, well, it's already cheap, so in our heads, it's cheap. Like that thing literally could have been like one of the mega rares. Like it yeah. could have been on par with it, and it would have been incredibly valuable, and people would be obsessed with it. But they're just everywhere in the game now. Yeah. 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 Um. But I, I don't have like a ton of Casey. I have, I think, 46 or so um, experts and like 30-something normals. What do I have? Something like that. I okay. uh, did a bunch on release, but the week of release, I have 60 normals and 44 expert. Um, the week of release, I got my wisdom teeth out. So uh, oh. I was able to do TOA normally for the first day, and then the next couple of the days, I wasn't able to. Hmm. Um, I was still like kind of trying, but I wasn't streaming, and I was, I just did a little bit of it, and I was also pretty heavy in the group iron at that point. Uh, so I did it for a few days, I liked it, and recently I've started doing it more again. Um, I I like TOA, uh, but I do think that they should have done more of the balancing earlier. Uh, that's kind of my only yeah like negative I think to say about it is they didn't okay. balance enough early, and because of that, they're not going to now. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange because TOA actually has like, in my head, very appropriate rates for things where it like, oh, it feels good. Like it feels like you can get purples quite commonly, which actually feels more fun in my opinion. Yeah. But that in turn makes items cheaper. And now because of the accessibility of the raid, I mean, there's just so many raid three items that are just pouring into the game nonstop. So yeah, I think... I mean, it's just hard because if you want the items to be more, you know, valuable, you just have to make the purples just way less common, which in turn makes it not as fun and it just makes it just 
kind of miserable in a sense. It surprises me that Shadow is still 1.3 bill. Yeah, I know. That's like that considering is how common that stuff is. But I think it's because a lot of people, their first couple hundred TOAs are fun and then they stop doing it. Well, also, Shadow is like so coveted because it makes the raid, like that raid itself makes it so much easier. Like yeah, as true. soon as you get a Shadow, it's just like you're just breezing through stuff, especially Akka. Holy shit. That completely transforms Akka. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's a game changer of an item and uh who knows probably in a year it'll be around like i would guess 700 mil just because oh, i don't think so uh, like at really? this point seeing how it's gone i think it'll stay above one for a very long time i highly doubt that i think it's going to be like a scythe where it just it looks it's like, like it's, it's going to be nine months <laughs> like yeah, no, I mean, you, you got a point, but the thing is, is like, there are so many coming into the game, it just feels inevitable that the price is going to just, like, it's going to it's gonna go down. I don't think it's going to hold. That's my opinion, though. Who knows? Maybe it, maybe it does stay above. Yeah, but. no, you, I, we both have an opinion, and yeah. who knows? We'll see. They, okay, so they've been rumoring, rumoring a um, unlimited scythe where you can just pay a one-time fee of blood runes. Have you heard of that? I haven't. Um, <laughs> selfishly, I'd love that. But, yeah, I feel like everybody uh, selfishly would love that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I see that happening, though. Yeah. We already have the Lucky Penny. And, um, the, like, I think it's we've already added so many ways to get blood runes. It seems counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's see, that's what I'm thinking. There's a lot of people that have, I, and I don't even know where the rumor really started, but yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because I just feel like it's so dumb to do that because then it just makes it so every other weapon is just completely useless to ever use. Like the scythe always had that trade off of like spending extra money to if get I, extra DPS or not. If I was one of those jaded. Uh, players, I'd say, oh, just wait for when uh, one of the mods runs out of blood runes on an Iron Man, and that'll <laughs> yeah. come in. That's what they did with the. Uh, have you seen the new item, Scaly Blue Dehyde? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally just you just use a knife on it, and it becomes fifty noted blue dragon scales. Like what? Like what? What J mod needed blue dragon scales randomly? Definitely not one that was on the team for Nightmare Zone. Tell you that. As <laughs> a nightmare zone, I the the it's an inside like no, nah, not really an inside joke. But if you played back then, nightmare zone, um, you know you can't buy anything except for the teleport scrolls and imbues on an Iron Man. Yeah, um, and originally it wasn't even the teleport scrolls. Yeah, yeah, but I think it. I don't remember if it was the case on the release of night because I think nightmare zone came out before Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I'm not positive, but I think so. Yeah, Nightmare Zone was a shit show. I literally to this day I still have the worst taste. Like it gives really? me such a bad taste in my mouth thinking about it. I I loved it. Dude. I I got 200 mil defense basically from it. Did you? Okay, so selfishly <laughs> you liked it, but deep down, do you wish it had just never come out? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, or came out a different way. Dude, that thing made it so depressing to, like, come... I came back to RuneScape. You know, it's old school. It had been eight years since I played RuneScape, but I played as a kid. And I was just looking up accounts that were level 120. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're a fucking god at this game. And then you look them up, 
and they have like 30 woodcut 36 woodcutting and 19 slayer and like all this like just total level 1100 but they're like max combat i'm like what the fuck is going on and then i you know yeah that was horrible it's hard to say though because like yes that sucks but also i wonder if the game would have progressed as much without nightmare zone without how many how many ever people got you know their combat stats from that um, no, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think the game would have been much healthier without it. Like, yeah, the people that the people that aren't that don't even like RuneScape. I mean, j just artificially inflating the numbers temporarily because, like, oh, like people people like to get stats for free. Let's do that. That'll increase our numbers. It's like that is like, the worst way to go about keeping or like extending players. Like, I understand a large portion of the community wants to just boss like they just want to have a runescape account to go boss yeah. on you know but like bruh that is completely against the spirit of runescape like you're supposed to grind for yeah. that shit and it feels much better as soon as you have an account that can do all that you're gonna burn out afterward and be like eh, okay. uh, you know i like, guess i agree somewhat but i also what i guess what i'm saying is um a lot of people wouldn't have got to the point where they can try those bosses and actually stick around after nightmare zoning that's um, true. And they it, never would have got the combat level to do yeah. that. And it was a different game back then. I have to remember, like, it wasn't like the game is now, where there's so many ways to, you know, oh, yeah. get your levels up. I mean, Slayer used to cost money if you wanted to do it. It was only it was only Slayer. That was the only way to get your combat. Yeah. Uh, or really. Yeah, or do like bandits or some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Slayer did cost money if you did it efficiently, but doing it efficiently was the only way to do it back then was to Turiel skip until you get uh, Dagonoths and then Cannon Dagonoths. That was it. That was That's such a crazy time to think. And th this, and like Necreals and Gargoyles and Wyverns all got buff <laughs> drop tables years down the line. Yeah. It's just like, it, it used to just be... So shit, GP. I mean, uh, and like an abyssal demon task was incredible because you'd get whips. Nowadays, like you get an abyssal demon task, like this is horrible. Like I'm not getting like any loot, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how like that all changed, and now Slayer is so profitable. And then you have like Konar Slayer as well. That's just shitting out GP. Do you remember Konar release when they literally were dropping 2,500 yep. noted brews? <laughs> I think there was wasn't there a point where they were not noted. I don't know. I thought they were noted. I can't remember. I that think is... there was some there was some drop that was like a hundred or two hundred or something that wasn't noted. Oh my god. <laughs> um there was also a time, I mean that like we're talking about the release of old school, there wasn't Slayer Point. That wasn't a thing. Oh yeah, you had to do your task, right? There wasn't a... well, no, you could go to Turiel. Because there wasn't points, you would just go to Turiel if you didn't oh, you, like okay. oh, you yeah, would kill sure. birds and chickens and monkeys and <laughs> Uh, like that's what you would do. Oh, that was God. the that was the thing. Yeah, that really, that's old school, man. Like no skips. Jesus Christ. No Slayer Helm either. There was Black Mask, and then you get Abbey Specters, Nose Peg. You get Banshees, earmuffs. Yep. That is so crazy. And then you had Neve's Cave. Neves. Yeah, Neve's Cave came out after after those points, and Neve's Cave had everything <laughs> yeah because that's all i mean they just had such a small <laughs> team that like everything was just bare I bones missed, that i in my opinion that was one of the best times of old school is when neve's cave was still a thing yeah that was that, like where every boss or every 
task was. Yeah, you just go in that cave and you see everybody. Just everybody's crowded in, just, you know, yep. enjoying their time. And Neve's cave during Dead Man mode, too. Oh, it was so exciting. Oh, yeah, I bet. Did you do Dead Man modes? Yeah, I played the first, like, eight or nine seasons. Sheesh. So, did you ever get close to winning? Uh, the closest I got was in the top, like, 25 or 30-ish. Mm. Um, it was the, I think the second or third it was whatever whichever one was the first one at barbarian outpost um me and shawnee had a a ten dollar or maybe it was ten pound bet on who would survive longer um and we basically we killed each other at the same time but he got the final blow on me and then died a few seconds later (laughs) so i sent him uh 10 bucks on paypal (laughs) oh my god yeah dead man mode was crazy I loved watching it. I logged in. I logged in when they came out with World 45 Dead Man Mode, like the original. And I played yeah. it for like five minutes and I died. And I was like, I fucking hate that. Like, I can't do this. Like, this is, this is miserable. Dead Man made me very rich. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Did you swap a lot? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I made the original World 45, but I, it was a lot. But I, in the first, the first season, like the where it was seasonal, I think I made two or three bill in the first weekend. Holy fuck! Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, that's crazy. It was just, but it was a grind. It was constant, like yeah, but still trade, in a weekend. trade people every minute. Have to remember every single person's name. Um, I think I scammed myself out of like twenty mil dead man on one of the trades, actually. So what was the best season? Mm, first or the second, probably. Why is the that? most recent couple seasons were good, um, but they don't do it as much, so it's just not that good. Um, but the first, the first and second season, man, everybody's figuring out like uh, what you can and can't do because like people have played forty five, but they hadn't played a seasonal, and so I think it was at the point the first season. I think you could still use food on the bank to unnote it um and so it was just like a like bank fights uh everything was unlocked like you could do anything in the game um like in the fifth or sixth season is when they started reducing things that you could do where they was like oh in the second week we'll unlock barrows in the third week we'll unlock god wars the first couple seasons you could go anywhere do anything day Mm -hmm. one if you wanted to and it was great I think the adding the restrictions made it not fun. Yeah, I feel like inevitably it just wouldn't have been as fun either because it's like you solve things. I mean, when it's the first and second season, you're just like, holy shit, like what, what are the best strategies? And then you, with all the time passing, you start coming up with better strategies later on. And it's like, yeah, they have to switch things Pla- up. Planning right? those like day one routes was always really fun. Yeah, I bet. Of like how to get into the Warriors Guild and like the first few people. So you yeah. uh, don't get targeted. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my gosh. And like there was just certain slate. I mean, I never played it, but I just remember like there's quests that would be completely locked if you didn't do it early or like yeah, early enough, yeah. basically, because there's just you're just camp. The Shiloh Village Blazer Strat. Yeah. Oh my god. That was crazy. Yeah, if you if you wanted piety, you'd have to get it super quick. And if you got like assigned cow fights, you just were fucked because you could. It's only multi, yep. I think. Yeah, cow yeah. fights were one of the scary tasks. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Um, so would you like to see a return of dead man mode that's like yeah is there anything they can do to make it like optimal is there any suggestions you have those relics and perks were really fun but Mm. they need to not restrict things like all the restrictions are so annoying it just makes it not fun to play on such a big restriction where like you're with mystics for the first like week yeah and I guess maybe that's just more because I, if I play something that like I, I'm wanting to play a lot, uh, I get ahead pretty quickly. So maybe it's selfish because no, I that, want to like grind. That's the nature of Dead Man mode. Like you're not wrong in thinking that. Like that's what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the better updates they did though for Dead Man was like the um, the key where you only lose ten. Um, like your highest 10 stacks and you keep like 10% of it. Um, Cause it used to be like 28, your 28 most valuable items full stack. If it's, a, if it's a stack uh, and they change that mm. to 10, I think that was a good update because it makes people like not quit entirely. And then also like the rebuild stuff where like you have um, XP multipliers when you die. Yeah. Where you can get your stats back quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, the, I think one like one of the most recent they had it were like you had different servers basically, were, like depending on your combat level. Yeah, yeah, that I, I actually was kind of a fan of that, but I think that the brackets they did were kind of weird. Like it would just it would just seemed like it was just because it was nice numbers. It was like uh, I can't remember what the lower levels were, but it was like seventy to a hundred, a hundred to one twenty six or something, and it just seemed like they should have done more. Uh, realistic PK build uh, world levels, like something to 94, because 94 is like max Zerker, mm. or maybe 93, and then like 94 to like 112 or 110. Because um, then it's more realistic for like if you're trying to get a certain build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Uh... I I always love the early dead man modes too. Just watching it because like shit would always go wrong on the tournaments, like on the Jagex live yep. stream. <laughs> yep. So everyone, that's, that's the most fun part. <laughs> I know, and you see them just like absolutely struggling over there and just trying to get everything squared away. And it's like, oh my god, everyone here is just having the best time ever. And they used to pop off. I mean, like twenty thousand, thirty thousand viewers just in the stream like it's crazy i think there was a season where like 50 of like the final 250 people got dq'd because they were boxing or botting or something holy crap and it was really funny um because i think like the first few people that had won they had to like change like oh this other person actually won because this person was botting mm. or something like that I, I don't remember the details but yeah it was really that was one of the funny ones and then wooks with the cake yeah, absolutely. Just madman, madman strats. Yeah. Didn't Ash, if if I remember this correctly, didn't Ash pay him $10,000 out of his own pocket? Yes. He was like, you you actually did win. But like, <laughs> yes. I disagree with Mike, the company I work for. That is literally the craziest thing to do. I mean, it, yeah. it just gives you so much more respect for Mod Ash, but like, holy shit, like... I don't know. That's just that's just nuts to me, you know. To I don't know, just go out of your way, and be like, here, I'll pay you the ten grand. Like, just yeah, 
I don't know. That that that's mind boggling to me. Like that's that's so cool. And nobody yeah. will ever forget that either. You know, like that's exactly. Yeah. But with Dead Man, it's like uh eh, I don't know. Like I, I love Dead Man, but I again over the different seasons, like they've changed so much that I don't like it as much as I did the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. I still like all the seasonal modes though. Like I really liked um all the leagues. And then we only had one, but King of the Skill was cool to watch. I didn't participate. Mm. But they need to do they should do more of those seasonal modes. You're right. I, I wish they would bring back a King of the Skill. It's Yeah, it was unique. Yeah, it was some, some kind of unique thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't even have to be something crazy. I mean, they like literally Yeah, just just some tournament that gets players involved, I think would be awesome. Yeah. Just any sort of thing. Those speedrun worlds, such a flop. They really needed to do that differently. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they would do differently, but they needed to do something differently because mm-hmm. those worlds are dead. Um, have you messed around with Bounty Hunter, the just update that came out this week? No, I saw it got updated, but I haven't touched it. Um, I heard login servers were having troubles because of it. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, they took my world. <laughs> Three nineteen. Oh, really? Was that I your like my world? world. Oh. I love they did do they've done it to me in the past too. Three forty five used to be my world, and then it became three forty six for a bit. But then I had bad ping, so I was like, okay, three nineteen, and now three nineteen is the bounty hunter world. So ping is or tick time or whatever is just not great. Yeah, rip. So what's your world now? Do you mind sharing? Uh, I'm on four four one right now, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's my world. Mm. I think. A four two nine is the yeah four two nine maybe will be my world now. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't done any of the BH. So I guess I'll just ha- I'll have to talk to a PKer on it and see see what the updates like. It seems like they're having a good time though. I popped into Pure Spam stream uh, earlier and I was just asking him how it is and he's he enjoys it. But that's like his style of PKing. Yeah, so. one of those things where it's like finally <laughs> for you real. Know? I know. After how many years of them adding it, removing it, adding it, removing it, changing it, Deleting saying they're going to add it back. Yeah. 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 It, I'm, I'm happy to see people are having a good time. It looks like it's really like crowded, too, and people are just having a good time. So, Is there collection log stuff with it? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think so, actually, because it doesn't look like it, the number got updated. I think it was 1443 before last week. Yeah unfortunate because i i feel like i would have enjoyed doing some of it and i might still do some of it but you know it's so weird how like they exclude things from collection log you know that are in the game items that you can collect but because it's like i understand the reasons why they're not going to do that because most pkers are not collection loggers and most collection loggers don't want to have anything to do with PKing, so it just makes sense to kind of just remove it. But it's like nobody's ever going to complain. I don't. I don't know. In my Look head, at LMS just, though. I know, but that's I know, and people are butthurt about that too. And a lot of people that have completed the <laughs> log literally just, um, just got their like twenty four alts on. Like I know Basilius, and I yeah. think Casey as well. Just have like these crazy logs where it's like they have like fifty total kills and a thousand wins. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Casey. <laughs> Casey told me a little bit about it. I think it was um, if you didn't have your own alts, I think it was like uh, three point five mil a game or something. It was like three point five bill. Okay, maybe that maybe that's right. I, I don't yeah. know if that's 
The thing is, like, that actually sounds pretty appropriate. Like, that doesn't sound bad for a thousand wins. Like, I'm probably wrong about that. Mm, I don't know. You might be right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, three mil per win plus five hundred k. So three point to pay the highest stakes game. So three point five mil loss per win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what he said a few months ago. Um. Okay. So I want to take a step back and go back to uh, just like early on streaming, I guess. Because um, your stream, I swear, of like, I know Jace's rigs and your stream all kind of popped off. But it felt like you really popped off back then. Um, and with new updates, I mean, you were my go-to stream when there was like a new update that came out. I mean, I remember just, I was camping your stream, Dragon Slayer 2, that came out. Um, I know that was oh, like a, yeah. little bit, a little bit later on, but um, how was that? How was like the early days of streaming? And when did you decide to go like full time with it? Um, so the early days were fun of like growing the stream. Um, I remember like I had mentioned earlier in the cast, like things like uh, affiliate and um, bits and all that stuff weren't a thing. So I was just doing it for, for fun really um but i was working a job i didn't like um like 60 hours a week sometimes and then i was just like streaming whenever i could uh and i was just like trying to honestly it was just like a good escape from all that because i was pretty pretty alone at the time and uh it just felt like it was it was fun i enjoyed it and i just wanted to keep doing more of it and then uh I guess at the start, I'd I'd already been somewhat established in like the overall old school community, just because I was top page and, um, like I was active on Twitter with the John Wilson's Twitter, and I was somewhat active on Reddit in the years before that. So I was already kind of like established, and I was going for two hundred mils, like prayer and construction at the time, and going for pets, uh, and it just felt like very just enjoyable there was nothing i don't think there was ever a time where i was just like bad or upset on stream back then uh and i'm trying to think about like man the growing process it was different i didn't even like i just was doing it to enjoy it and i don't even think i i didn't have a donation button or anything until like three thousand or so followers because i was just like doing it just to do it yeah um but I also remember back then, I had got denied partner, I think, three times. I think it was my fourth time I applied, I got accepted. And I'd seen, like, Jace had got partnered, and I think Rig had been partnered. And I was just sitting there like, oh, man. Well, <laughs> oh, rip. I'm just going to keep going. just going to keep chucking away at it. I also didn't use a cam back then. So I was more, I guess, mysterious to some people. Yeah, no, you definitely were. I'll just like that mysterious vibe. And that's the same with Jace still. I mean, I've never... Yeah, to this day. Yeah, to this day, still, still doesn't have a cam. So, yeah, there's. A I have lot... a, uh, I have a picture on my phone of me and Jace uh, at Runefest. But oh yeah. I'll, I won't. I will never leak it. Though. Yeah, never leak. <laughs> does he say that? Like, if he takes pictures, like, don't leak this. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I was like, I was like, Jace, can we get a picture? I won't. I won't. Well, also, we were all drinking, so yeah. maybe, it, maybe it was just in the moment, he was like, yeah, sure, but I don't know. That's funny. That's so. I mean, I I actually kind of admire it in a way, just to like be super, um, you know, 
I don't, not secretive, but you know what I mean? Just like mysterious. Mysterious, yeah. So you were mysterious for a long time. What does what made you decide to finally do the face reveal? Mm, I don't know if it's what made me decide to do the face reveal or if it's just like the other end of it where I just fucking hated myself. <laughs> can I can I curse on here? Yep. Okay, yep. yeah. I, I fucking hated myself. I did not like myself. Um I was depressed. I was pretty alone. Um I'd gained a bunch of weight from depression um didn't like myself and how i looked so i was like not confident i guess um and then at some point i think what had really i think what started it might have been the tob testing because i know i started cam before that like maybe a month or two before that but it was after i'd been invited to help with tob testing um and I think I would, at that point I was like, okay, well, everybody's gonna see, you know, what I look like anyways. So let's turn the cam on. Oh, oh yeah, because at the top testing, were they gonna like film it or something, or were they gonna like make it public? I can't remember, but I mean, I knew that people were active on Twitter and people were gonna post yeah. pictures of like, oh, I met Zulu today. Here's a picture. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. they did post a picture of all of us. So I remember. I remember the meme of like everybody saying that Lake looked like a, a felon or something because <laughs> he stood there like all hench and like, yeah, huh. I think it was something like that. I don't remember, but it was, it was, I remember us taking a picture of like all of us outside and I don't know if it was Jagex that posted it or if it was one of us that posted it. But yeah, I, I started camming about a month before that, I think. Was that scary? A little bit at first. So you, you were dealing with like depression and um just not wanting to show your face and stuff but what what was it literally just the fact that you were going to have to show your face that just eventually made you push to, to show it yeah i think so i think i just wanted to be more personable mm. do you regret it know. no i don't yeah that's um, um no not at all Okay. So let, let, I guess if you don't mind, I mean, do you want to talk about like how that was? And um, because it seems like you've gone through like just a bunch of different things in your life since, you know, starting streaming. And uh, is like, I don't know. I guess, I guess something I want to ask. And I feel like the reason I want to talk about this is because I feel like a lot of people can relate to it especially mm. content creators as well that like kind of isolate themselves i mean i know i i can include myself in this is like you start streaming and then all of a sudden you realize like you've just completely neglected your social life and it's just all runescape and stream and um yeah i did that for a long time yeah, i did so not have a good balance in my life at all was it before streaming even because i mean obviously you're a huge gamer yeah yeah, so I mean, I've told it before, but um, I guess for your audience who may not have heard it somewhere else, I uh, I went to school in uh, Boston. I went to Berkeley College of Music for like the first um, year and a half or so of school around the time of, uh, I, I, I had to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The stop going in, like, late 2013. Um, so it kind of worked out with, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, with RuneScape because of that but my parents had got divorced and neither of them wanted to pay the tuition for that and they were in florida and i was in boston at the time uh so i was like okay well i'm gonna quit school and work in florida because like i'm not gonna take out you know 50 60 000 a year in student debt yeah i don't want to do that uh so i had quit the going to school and went back to Florida. My parents were divorced um, or going through the divorce and my uh, mom was like in a bad place, I guess. So I, um, her and I had lived together for a little bit and then I lived on my own uh, and I was just working, just work and RuneScape. That was all it was. Like that was my, my life. I didn't, a lot of my friends that I knew growing up in Florida, uh, we either still in school or they were, um, in school in a different state or they were working so i didn't really have much of a social life at that point like i had friends but i would never see them but before that were you like pretty social yeah kind of the start of like things going downhill yeah i think my parents divorce is the start of it yeah Mm. um not i don't think the depression was because they got divorced i don't i i was an adult i don't care that's their you know whatever um but it was more just like the opportunity. Yeah, I'm not going to like, I don't want to sound entitled and say like it was like taken from me, but because they got divorced, they didn't want to, neither of them wanted to go through with my tuition. And yeah. they were like, okay, well, either take out student loans or, you know, figure it out because they were going through their own shit. And I was an adult at that point. Um, and so because of that, it felt like I had kind of. No, I don't, I, it sounds entitled to say, but like it's been taken from me. Where like I had this opportunity of going to this great school that has all these um, connections, and I'm getting a double major. All this stuff had just been gone in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, and so uh, yeah, I was kind of I guess jaded from that and depressed because I had to go back home to Florida and work, and uh, that kind of sucked. But. Uh, I had been playing a ton of RuneScape. You know, I was on TeamSpeak and Ventrilo and all that, you know, 10 hours a day. I was working um, a desk job and most of the time from home. So I was able to play a lot of RuneScape on the side. Um, and then from that uh, led to me wanting to stream eventually. And that's when I upgraded to that desktop, like I said. Mm-hmm. It was good. Interesting. So during like that, it was just just isolating, just 
playing and working and then eventually streaming. Yeah. Did streaming yeah, give much. you like that socialness that you uh, <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about streaming, but like RuneScape in general did. You know, I was okay. I, I, I was in the Slay Stars team speak or just another random team speak that that we had friends with, you know, like I said, ten plus hours a day. Like we were always in voice. Mm -hmm. Um so my my RuneScape online homies uh kept me not feeling alone. Okay. Um and um yeah, I was like I had I had worked a few various jobs before I worked the job that eventually I had quit to go full time. Um, I'd worked at like a studio in downtown Orlando. Um, I'd worked a couple of other shitty jobs that I just don't necessarily care about. And then I'd end up working for a transportation company where I was doing like um, dispatching and scheduling and emails and phone calls and all that boring stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely found, I guess, an escape or something that was more fun with RuneScape and with streaming. Uh, streaming. And what caused me to go full time was at the time I'd been working a lot. Um, I'd already had some money saved, but uh, the first month uh, I got partnered, I had made more streaming than I was at my job. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. This is, but, it, but it's just hype because, you know, I just got partnered. Um, and, uh, and then it kept happening because <laughs> it was October of 2016. Then November and December, I same thing. I made more streaming than I did at my job, so I was basically making double, um, or more than double what I would would make just working my job. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, if this continues for another six months, I'll go full time, and it did. June of 2017, um, which is also the time that Inferno came out, is when I went full time. Dang, and how long did full time uh, last? And how long did that like? Because I don't know the full time frame. Like, obviously, I'm not one of you. I was never one of your like most active viewers. But I'd pop in. I'd pop into a bunch of people's mm -hmm. streams. But um, so I don't know all the time frame. But there was a point where you moved in with Lake and Kemp Q. Yeah, and that was still during full time streaming and mm -hmm. YouTube and everything. Um, so at what point? I'm just trying to get the time frame of when you stopped and took a break from everything. I guess you can. Uh, okay, yeah. So let's get into that. Yeah. Oh man, is where does uh, this is going to be uh, the podcast where I go on different topics. I say I'm not sure about this timeline, and then also where I go into my uh, just the full. You guys get to know me. Uh, so 2019, June 2019, um, Lake, me, and KempQ move into a place together uh, here in Texas, and within a couple of months, I want to say. Man, I, it was the day the day that I got Armapet. <laughs> it's weird that I associate real life things with RuneScape, but it was the day I got the Armapet. Was the day I also had my first date with my then to be girlfriend. Um, so if you go to my pet album and you'll see whatever day I got Armapet, that was also the day we had our first date. Um, and so I started seeing her, um, and I got a girlfriend. You know, first time I'd had a girlfriend in. I don't even know, four years, three years. Because um, I'd been single for a long time, just kind of doing my own thing. Um, and so I started spending more time with her. And I was still full-time. You know, I was streaming every day. Our schedule was amazing. Man, I miss the days of living with those guys. Because it was me and Lake, we'd get up at 8.30 a.m. We'd go to the gym. Um, we'd get home around you know, 10, 10.30. Uh, shower, eat some lunch watch a little bit of YouTube just to 
you know, catch up on stuff or maybe edit, uh, and then go live from like 2 p.m. until like the nighttime. And it was such a great like schedule. And then on the weekends, you know, there'd be days where we'd either take off or I'd, I'd end a little early and we'd go out either downtown or we'd go to someone's house like Alfie and Gray Gray and a few other people lived here at the time. Um, and it was just, it was great. It was a wonderful time and I miss it. Um, and unfortunately, um, I'm not going to get into the details too much, but some of you may know, like Lake and I um, had a falling out. Um, you know, I have no hate in my heart for him or anything. You know, I, I think we both um, didn't approach things the right way. Um, I regret my part in all that. And I um, don't hold any resentment, but I know that Lake also, um, we both didn't do things the right way. And because of that, we had a big falling out. Uh, but man, those, those first few months living here were so good. We were on top of our shit. Um, and then in uh, middle of 2020, so about a year after that, um, peak of the pandemic, um, it's me, like Kemp Q had just moved out. He moved to the city, like so, into the city. We were living like kind of north. Um, and at that point, Lake and his girlfriend and then me and my girlfriend had been living there. We're at the peak of the pandemic. Uh, we had this big falling out, you know, just it, it happened because I, I think it mostly happened because we were all cooped up for so long. But anyways, um, I move, me and my girlfriend end up moving to another creator's house named Z, uh, Z Royal Viking. He's like a uh, variety games uh, YouTuber and streamer. And uh, we had become friends with him earlier that year uh, at a convention. But we moved in with him. Uh, and then at the end of 2020, um, my girlfriend and I, at that time, we had broken up. And so I had a big, it was a bad breakup too. So I'm not going to get into details, but it just, it was a bad breakup. And so start of 2021, I had been kind of going through my own like mental health journey where I was like, man, COVID breakup, all this, all this stuff. And, um, I got on a hike with my friend, uh, and he had said, like, I had told him, I was like, man, I think I might have like ADHD and like, I, I know I'm depressed and all this stuff. And he's, and I'm like, I probably should go talk to a psychiatrist and get diagnosed and see what's up. And he said that just the way he phrased it, he was like, what, well, why haven't you? Like, he just said that. So I was like, okay, good point. So at that point, it started my mental health journey, I guess, in January of 2021. Um, and then from January to, I want to say, August, I had, like, streamed maybe three times. Um, Damn. I, I had, like, taken a huge break from that because I just, I wasn't at my computer. I was, I literally, I would only log in and I would only go on my PC to record Gilinor games. So was um, was you getting away from the computer like just because like your psychiatrist said it would be good, or it was just your own thing of just like no, I, my I, own okay my own thing? Had um, you warned anybody about it, or was it just like I'm just off? I need to do this. Well, it was when I when I started my SSRI, which I take Lexapro. Um, mm-hmm. I I knew that there's like a two to four week period of like the adjustment of like it being in your system 
Um, I forget what that's called, but yeah. So I started that, and I was I I think I told my community at that point I was like, okay, I might not be live for uh like a couple weeks because of that, but you know I'll be back. And then I just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and eventually just like didn't stream for I stream maybe like a few times in the middle of all of that, like once or twice a month, um, and. Eventually came back in August or so for Dead Man, and then New World, and then Group Iron Man. Um, but yeah, I I had taken a pretty big break there. But also in the middle of all that, uh, so I said August, right? June of 2021, I got into a car accident. So it was like I'd already taken all these months off, and then I get into a car accident, and I had had um, a neck injury. Um, I had some minor injuries as well, but I had a neck injury that, like, I it hurt to be at the PC. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, we're still, like, it's still going through litigation and stuff right now, but the claim and the whatever lawsuit or whatever, um, still going through that. I got sideswiped. Um, so I was in the left lane. They were in the right lane, like, kind of a little bit in front of me, but, like, where, like, half their car's in front of me and half their car's to the right of me. And they just they just went over like they just went into me and um my car like went into the the side like guard uh rail or fence or whatever it's called it's not a rail but it's like the cement yeah. thing you know what I'm talking about um the cement dividers and I was just like I was like riding the side of the wall for like a few hundred feet and my car got like fucked up and um I was like death gripping the steering wheel like trying to not you know crash into anything. Oh, uh, but yeah, I had a bad car accident that had happened. Um, not the worst. I'm very fortunate. I mean, it could have been way worse. Absolutely, could have been way worse. Um, but it it prevented me from being uh, active with streaming uh, as much as I was before all that mental health break and mm -hmm. uh, stuff that went on. So it was just like really unfortunate timing. What did you learn for like your break and getting help and stuff like that? Like what what helped you like the most? Um, um just like changing your mindset and stuff. Hard to say cuz like at that point I'd also been very social. Like I was going to people's houses all the time. I was going to parties um and I was also uh going on hikes, going paddleboarding a lot, getting a lot of sun. Good times. Um but I think the thing I learned the most is that I love being a content creator. I feel very blessed. I'm very fortunate with the fact that I had money saved up to be able to take that break. Because a lot of people probably could benefit from a break like that. But a lot of people can't um, really afford to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't afford to do that now. I'm not... Um, Without getting too personal, I'm not like in the best financial situation, so I couldn't do a break like that now. But I was able to, and I don't know what I learned other than the fact that I I loved and missed being a content creator. Damn, yeah, that's so interesting. Like going through that. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I mean, I'm yeah. I'm glad for you. Like I'm grateful like that you were able to do that and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I think most people had um, maybe not similar experiences, but most people, you know, COVID changed their path a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
And it just happened to be that I piled on on top of that um, a really bad breakup, um, a bad falling out with a really close friend. Um, and then a few months later, when I was starting to feel all right, a car accident. Yeah. So, but it's not the worst in the world. I know I'm not looking for any pity or anything. It's, it's, you know, other people have had way worse situations, I'm sure. Yeah. So now that you're like back and everything, it, now are you like, what do you consider yourself? Because I know you're still like active and everything, but do you consider yourself like full time streaming? Um, it's, hard, like it's hard to say. Um, streaming and YouTube have been my main source of income since the middle of 2017. Or even before that, when I wasn't full time, really. But um, these past like few months, probably uh, so around around September, I want to say maybe it was August. Um, I had also stopped being super active. So like August or September of the of 2021, when I'd come back, I had already been in physical therapy for a couple months, and my um, neck and back had started to feel okay but then i really pushed myself and i was just streaming a shit ton because the group iron man mm. and just pumping out videos and streams um and then um like because of that it had been to a point where i had been in pain again and so i started to like take more breaks and then from that like this last august or september until you know even now I've been very inconsistent where like there'll be times where I'll stream, you know, four or five days in a week. And then there's times like right now where I haven't streamed in almost three weeks. Yeah. Interesting. But you're, uh, that still is like the plan. It's like, you're like a content creator. You're just trying to like figure out your whole, like, yeah, I, I want to continue to be a full-time content creator, yeah. but I know that with all these breaks, like it's not one financially a good choice to take all these breaks um and two uh you know it it i'm letting i feel like i'm letting the people down i'm letting the people who have enjoyed my content for years down by not being as active yeah now i'm, I'm letting myself down yeah now I'm, I'm there with you like the streams have been i'm trying to like almost I don't know, reinvigorate like an energy for streaming and stuff. Cause I've been trying to figure out my whole like thing as well. And a lot of it, I think just stems from, um, I don't know, like figuring out what I want to do with my life. Cause like you start getting older, like you're what? 27, 28, 28. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning 28 in a couple of weeks and like, it's just like, I don't know. It just feels like you start questioning, like, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Because once, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm with you I where it's that. like, I'm so grateful to be a content creator. And like, I don't know. It's just, I think, I think a lot of it is like overthinking as well. Like I have a super bad habit of overthinking things and um, just questioning. So I'm like there with you. So I can empathize a hundred percent, but that's, that's good to hear that you're, yeah. yeah, it's like I'm I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to content creation. Yeah, like there's definitely people that don't like me in the community or that like troll me or that like hate me or whatever, which I think is insane to hate someone on like that just happens to be online. But regardless of <laughs> that, spend your I, energy I, hating I'm somebody online. Not like none of them uh, affect me in any way, and I I don't like I, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm the reason that I'm not active. 
mm. is because I just get in my head in a way where I'm like, oh man, it's it's nine o'clock. Should I even stream today? You know, one of those things where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, I, I don't know if today like I'm even going to have that great of content. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of content creators go through that, including myself. Well, I guess the one more little bit of that. Yeah, like, go for financially, it. Financially, like it, it's it's tough. Like I know, um, like, I've I've been um, working a little bit on the side now. Like I still consider myself a full time streamer and content creator, but now I've started working as well on the side, mm -hmm. and it's, um, I don't want to. I want to have a stream and I want to make videos, but I know that because I've been so inactive, it's going to take a few months to build that back up. Yeah. Um, so now I'm just in like a spot where I know, oh man, I got to really kick it into high gear. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to the Twitter topics because we haven't even touched any of those yet. So, um, Yultimate asks, well, he says, we all know Sater's thoughts on Iron Man collection log grandfathering issue. You know that like of just Iron Man can't use log slots on their collection yeah. log. Um, yeah, you, you have an Odium Ward, but you can't use it on a thing and show that you got an Odium Ward, so you gotta yeah. get the Odium Ward again, even though you're an Iron Man, so obviously you got it yourself. So this guy's asking, is there a solution that could be done for main collection log, if anything? I don't think there literally is anything that could happen exactly with with collection uh, log. That would... I think it comes down to the data that's saved on your character profile, um, because there's some data that's saved in the servers, when it comes to your account, and there's some data that's saved on your specific pro character profile on those servers. Mm. And I think that the game doesn't save what you got last kill, right? It doesn't know, oh, last kill, you got uh, a Tumican Shadow. It just knows that you got one at some point. Like, for your login session, it'll know that, client-sided. But, like, they won't know, oh, two years ago, you got this item. Like, the game doesn't know that. But it but would know if you actually have gotten it before? Um, well, going forward, because of the collection log, it would. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. I see. Where it does a check, yeah. yes, check, no. What, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I was talking about this with Jace. I mean, like, yeah, I have my own opinion on, like, Iron Men should be able to use items on their collection log. But it's, like, at this point, like, the collection log came out almost, I mean, it's been four and a half years at this point. It's getting to the point yeah. where it's completely useless because so much of that content was, it's just like. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I understand why Iron Man want that. But I also understand on my own end, there's so many things I'd got in the past that yeah, I've had exactly. to either get again or will have to get again um, I'm, because I'm a main. Yeah. And, I'm almost certain they'll never actually, like I'm getting to the point where Jagex will never actually um, make an update that allows Iron Man to use their, like I was pretty uh, sure on that, but there was I was always holding on to hope, like oh maybe like Jagex years and years from now, as soon as people stop caring, they'll just do it. But like there's <laughs> there's literally been no word, so I'm always I'm already just like yeah whatever. All those re yeah. all those grants I'll have to just redo. Unfortunately, um, I don't think they're gonna do that. Yeah, and it's more it's more punishing to irons obviously because some methods and some bosses, if you're doing them, it's it's you know a fraction of the kills an hour you can get on a main. Yeah. Um. So getting it again sucks, but I think unless there's a way for that to work for mains as well, it's not realistic. And knowing Jagex, like if they add that for irons, there's going to be some bug where it works for mains, and then there's going to be some bug where there's, you know, a twisted bow in a bush somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> some weird glitch. Um, 
All right, Slingblade asks, what's been your favorite part of Gilinor Games aside from winning it? So, yeah, yeah, talk about it. And yeah. I, also, I also just want to know, like, how, like, dude, Soup is a legend for, like, making that all happen. Like, that's just... It is so awesome. fun to be a part of. I hope I, I hope I get invited to the next season, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, man, it's so fun being a part of Gilinor Games. Uh, favorite thing about it has got to be just, like, being in voice with all, everybody like during the recordings and stuff yeah like the the hangout before and the hangout after where we're all just like waiting for soup to tell us what to do um i love that i love that so much because we just we talk about anything and everything you know oh hey how's this been going for you whether it's like in game or real life um that's just like it's the... just nice to like connect with other creators yeah for sure and i i literally have to give so much credit to sue because like the organization of all that jesus christ like i could you gotta yeah. be a you gotta be a special type of person to be able to just handle organizing and editing all that and just coming up with the like oh my god that whole thing is so much work <laughs> i can imagine uh, it is <laughs> insane how much work it is like he we record months before because it takes him some some episodes take him eighty to a hundred hours. To, uh, oh my edit. god! Yeah. yeah, it's so cool though. Like seeing stuff like that, like really start popping off. And I was talking to um, Solo Mission uh, in person actually. Like I went to like a little hangout in Tennessee. And yeah, was, yeah, I saw yeah. I saw pictures from that. Tons that that was amazing. Just because that was my first ever meetup. I've never been to a RuneFest or a TwitchCon, so that was like the first time I got to meet up with people. Um, but I was talking about solo mission and he's like, literally like that's at least when it comes to like sponsorships and stuff like that with YouTube, like they base it off of what you previously did. So like a lot yeah. of that time and hours he was putting into the first couple seasons, like it doesn't like, it doesn't pay well. It's literally him like building up that thing where he's putting in so much more time and effort than he's actually getting out of it. But now that there's been multiple seasons and stuff, like this is when like, you know, it, it, I'm just happy in a way, like Soup's now gonna start getting like actually rewarded for it, like handsomely for all the effort that he puts into this kind of stuff. Because like now the sponsorships are really gonna be like, okay, like what what have you previously done? And that's, yeah. that's what they're gonna be basing their, uh, like the revenue. A little, uh, yeah, a little back, back end of, of how that works. Typically for you know your everyday sponsor, um, they base it off of like your last few videos or your last like months performance of videos. Mm -hmm. um, but for a series like Gillenor Games, they yeah they would definitely be like he, he you know uh, him or the talent manager or agency can reach out and say hey um, you know this series is coming back and look at how this series performed you know every episode averaged two hundred or three hundred k or whatever views. And then that can be used as the marker instead of his last most recent few videos. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. Uh, speaking of YouTube series, actually, what what do you, what do you watch on YouTube, like OSRS wise? Um, a lot. But uh, lately, uh, I've been watching uh, Mudkip, Devious, um, Guides for Us All, um. I, I try to watch... You post a lot. I try to watch some of your videos, but I can't watch all of them. just because Mine's all just thing. talking content anyway. It's a yeah, lot of yeah. stuff. <laughs> we, we, need, we need our rambles here and there. Yeah. Uh, Bodie. All the collection log stuff. I mean, uh, Dave. Um, T. 
tedious. Um, who else? Who else? Why is my my mind is going blank when you ask this? I feel bad because I'm missing a lot of people I watch. And just sprung it up on you. You're, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of like the extreme one chunk people. Yeah, Verf. Um, Verf might actually make Verf. it out of this first chunk soon. We'll see. Uh, Limpwort. Yeah. Um, there's a creator in my community named LSD Broski, and he uh, he has a decent series uh, as well. Uh, man, there's so many RS YouTubers, and I feel bad. No, you've listed that. That's plenty. That's all I was. I was just wondering who you kind of watch. Um, do you watch Rendy at I all? I watch pretty much everyone. Uh, Rendy, I haven't watched in a while, actually. Mm. I love his like one defense saga series. I I know I've not yeah watched recently. Yeah, like it's, any... it's good. But uh, there's a lot of, there's just so much out there. You can't watch it all. There's so much nowadays. Yeah. Um, you mentioned collection log. We haven't even really talked about it, but you've gone back on your main to collection log. How's that been? Yeah, uh, it's been all right. The entire time we've been recording, I've been at Barrows, haven't got a single item. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's been all right. I uh, my third or fourth video, I said if I'd hit a certain like goal, I would. Uh, or no, it was my fifth one. I'd go for all of the combat achievements like right away. Um, and I did hit that like goal. <laughs> and so uh, I've been doing combat achievements when I'm on. Um, except for right now because we're recording, so I'm doing Barrows. Uh, I'm at 436 out of 485. Which oh, is, you're really close. You know? that, what, what, yeah. are the, what are the tough ones you got left? Um, like all the of them? 500, 500 TOA. Okay. Have you done uh, all the Inferno ones yet? No, I haven't done Inferno ones. I saved a lot of Inferno for... I have 10 Inferno tasks left. I've saved those because I like Inferno. Mm. Um, I think the hardest ones I have left as far as like to complete is all the Tob ones. I have like... I think more than half of my remaining ones are Tob. Mm. Um, yeah. 50, 50 hard mode KC, which isn't hard. It's just like getting a team, you know? Yeah. Um, all the speed times for oh, Tob, God, yeah. perfect Tob. Um, <laughs> Good then, luck. Yeah, fun yeah that, those are yeah. those are probably the ones that are gonna suck because it's just getting a team. It's, it's literally that. It's, it's getting. I mean, oh my gosh, that was such a headache when I got it. Like it's just getting the teams, and then failing over and over, and just perfect Tob. Somehow we won and done that. I don't. I don't even know how that happened, but like the speed okay. runs seem to take forever. Yeah, I have all of my remaining ones start with a T. I have three Tiz Jad, ten Tiz Kalzuk, two Tazar Ketrek, um, five, uh, I guess, total Tombs of Amaska, one is normal and four are expert, and then 18 normal Tob and uh, 11 hard mode Tob. So, like most literally of all Tobs, <laughs> yeah. Like literally yeah, all yeah. T's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. So I've been doing some of that. Um, collection log is going all right. Uh, I'm not playing as much as I'd like to, so I'm not progressing as quick as I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, but it's going all right. Yeah, I got plans. Do you enjoy collection logging? Yeah. I wish it had come out years before. Yeah. I yeah, wouldn't. No, 100%. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. I feel like collection log, like it's it's at least for me, like there are just things like I was pretty into collection logging for a little bit. And then I realized like how much there is on there. That's just so 
tedious. I mean, like Mage Training Arena, like the mini, just the mini game section, I feel like is the really tedious stuff. Are you going to complain about Mage Training Arena? Like, yeah, it's tedious, but it's like, what, 14, 20 hours, something like that? I I don't know. But it's like that collection logging was fun for me because of the idea of like going around and experience all the fun content and getting the logs. And then you just get to these spots where you're like, this is, oh my God, like this is it's like yeah. it's just about the number at that point instead of like the fun of getting i don't know exploring new content but yeah i've been focused on clues lately so uh you know i'm, I'm on like the long game i guess like that that sleeper game where you just get a bunch of third age and then you can start going with other things yeah i mean technically you are collection logging then yeah um aria asks are you still working out yep every day well, okay, uh, weight training about four times a week, mm-hmm. um, but daily since uh, Fitman mode, I which uh, was like an event. Oh yeah, that yeah. Glitch coaching held. Didn't you um, win that? Different people. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, but yeah, so that that kind of kicked my motivation again to get back in the gym because, like I was saying before, um, when I first moved to Texas, like Lake and I were going to the gym six days a week, waking up at like eight eight thirty a.m. We'd be in there. We were grinding, man. I, I was. I made some very fast gains in the gym back then, and then I, like, at some point, took a hiatus and then gained some weight back, and then uh, wasn't really that active. And then at the start of this year, when Fitman mode started, um, I was doing a minimum of six thousand steps a day, and then working out three to four times a week of like weight training. Um, and I've kept that up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, working. Okay, that's uh, so. Before you moved in with Lake, were you ever working out, or was that like your first experience with it? Yeah, I was, um, not super actively, but I lived about um, a mile and a half or two miles from um, the gym I was going to in Florida, and I would bike there um, maybe like two or three times a week, and then I would um, do some kind of like full body workout back then. Yeah. It's it's such a game changer, like working out and being yeah. Consi- that's the big thing. It's like just being consistent with it. At least, oh yeah, it doesn't need to be every day, but as long as you're not taking weeks off, like that. Oh my gosh, it's it's a game changer, especially when you're like a content creator, work from home, and just yeah, it's slow and steady. But I'm down about 15 pounds at the, since the start of the year. So. Oh hell yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's great. And and I've definitely added muscle mass um, that I. I regained muscle mass, I guess. So it's probably more than that lost in fat. Yeah, I'm on that weight gain train right now. Like I'm, I'm trying to gain weight right now because yeah, I I lost a bunch of weight and then um, because I I stopped work when I started content creation. Like I completely stopped working out for like three years straight. And I would work, I would work out pretty consistently in college. Like I, I looked pretty good. I mean, decent, I guess, in college, but. Mm-hmm that's just because you're so much more active and you're walking everywhere and you're just, it's easy to work out. There's just girls everywhere. And then you isolate yourself and it's just like, okay, um, I have zero motivation to do this, but yeah, then I, um, I don't know. I feel like now it's like, it's, it's, it's so weird how like that whole, um, like fitness journey goes. Cause like initially it was just all about weight loss. And then as soon as like you get to a point where you're like, there's no more weight to lose hardly. It's just like, then you <laughs> just want to get bigger but it's like obviously yeah. like healthy big like you you need to gain fat but like you start I don't know at least for me like right now I'm like I really just want to get like big like I've never experienced like being like 
having like actual size on me, which I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, I, uh, well, when I first moved here, um, I was around, uh, I want to say like 235 uh, pounds, and I was like overweight and not looking the great, the best, feeling the best. Uh, and then I went down to, I think, about 185 at my lowest there. And then after like taking my big break from everything uh, in 2021, I somehow went back up to like 220 or 225 mm. and um now i'm down around like uh like 205 or 210 ish i'm trying to get down to like i want to get down to like 170 or 175 so i got a ways to go yeah yeah my it is a journey yeah it, it is and that slingshot is like real of like losing weight and then just like it's so easy to regain it almost it's like your body just wants to like go back to that state yeah um, depression's kind of a bitch <laughs> it's not even just depression though it's literally just like anybody that loses weight like if you're not really aware and you're not like willing to continue that like you just slingshot back up it feels like that happens so often to almost anybody that's trying to lose weight yeah um yeah it's just a complete lifestyle change you need to like adapt and you need to like stick with it it's not just like do it for a little bit and then just go back to normal well, agree, that yeah. that's that's awesome though that's that's cool to hear you're still on it um yep do you have any like do you ever like have like any goals written down of like this is where i want to be or whatever or is it just kind of like live and live a healthier lifestyle and see what comes um i don't I guess I don't set goals when it comes to um, like uh, like PRs on weight lifting. Um, I mean, I have those goals with like weight loss. Like I have um, every month, I like write down like for the first few days, I'll track my weight, and then I'll I'll kind of like say like, okay, I want to get down to this weight at the end of the month, and then I'll see like you know how I did. Um, but no, not really. It's more just like getting to that weight, like ideal weight I want to get to, and then um, looking better hmm Feeling yeah better. that's yeah that's cool um okay so one thing we haven't talked about is actually sailing um yeah what are your thoughts on a brand new skill coming out man uh the original sailing pull or pitch in like 2014 or 15 whenever it was um almost everything that was pulled to come with sailing uh came into the game another way except for gem dragons like emerald dragons or ruby dragons and um like one or two other things but almost everything else that came from that or that was going to be coming from that came in a different way like the blowpipe venom just existing in general fossil island wait that was going to come out with sailing yep damn a lot of those things, almost everything. If you look at the original sailing dev blog, um, it all came into the game in a different like way. And looking at that, and then looking at the current sailing like proposal that they had, uh, it it kind of seems like the same. It's like history repeating itself, where all that stuff could come in a different way. Um, like they don't have as solid of an idea for a, it to stand out and stand alone. Where that content could just come from something else. I liked um, the other pitches, actually. Which one uh, in particular? Shamanism, I think, more than uh, husbandry or breeding or whatever it was. 
Um, I think I like shamanism more. But as far as just the new skill in general coming, um, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I was originally on team taming. Um, taming. And, and then I, I was actually never a huge fan of shamanism. I think the biggest thing is just the convolutedness of like just getting a bunch of untradeable gear. Like I know it would be fun to just pimp out your gear, but it's just going to like, especially with the new prayer book coming out, like oh, yeah. it's just going to be like so crazy. Like it's going to be a completely just weird game where like not weird, but it's going to feel like you're, n- we've gotten to a point where as a player base, we've, we're like super efficient and we're efficient uh, minded. And like, if you're not going to have like all these imbues on your gear and shit, you're just going to look like you're trolling basically. And I just don't want to go down that road where it's like, there is strict metas that are just so crazy and everything's untradeable and imbued and you have to use this certain weird prayers. It's just, oh my God, like it's going to get rid of the nostalgia of just fucking pray, pray melee and wear your Torva. Like this, like that's it. Like just you're fine. Not just all these crazy things. I don't know. I get worried about that. That's me though. Yeah. I think just like the idea of shamanism was nice. I don't necessarily know about the, rewards or the uh what what comes out of the skill mm-hmm. um but yeah sail, sailing again sailing on its own as like the idea of the skill i really actually do like that i just am not a fan at all of like the way that they're pitching what it brings to the game uh as far as like items and um areas like i like the idea of uh being able to sail a route that's faster than going somewhere else That'll never uh, be the case. It's literally yeah, like no, it just teleporting so much faster. Yeah, teleporting is crazy. Teleporting yeah, has like, been one of the biggest updates to the game in general. Like, yeah, I mean, they're they're sailing. I think we're gonna have to see what they what they propose with the actual core gameplay. But yeah. the thing I kind of get excited for is just like water bosses and stuff. When you're on your boat with the boys, like that's another thing they showed off. At least, at least you can be on a boat with like other people. And your characters are actually on there. I think they box themselves in too much with the the term sailing, though. I think it would have been better if it was more of like a... I don't want to say like exploration or like what's... The, I don't know what the right word is. No, for that it, would be like it, yeah. A more broad, broad term for yeah, like adventuring. That, you're and right. That way it can add not just water-based things, but it can add different dungeons and different... Um, like like land areas. Yeah, no, you're you're right a sky, about that. Like, a sky area. Like, like we have the moon is canon in RuneScape. You know, you go to the lunar isle or not lunar isle, but you go to the lunar plane. That's technically the moon. Like we have other realms and stuff, but we're not uh, we're we're just thinking too small with with water only in my opinion. No, and you're right. Like sailing really is like doesn't need to be a skill. Somebody else was talking about that as well. Like it it just can be a way to transport to dungeons and islands and other things and have yeah. your water. I think the broader skill idea, I think sailing could be a part of a skill. And I think it should be part of like an exploration skill. Do you think kind of how like, um, like you think about like magic, right? How there's, there's magic, which is the skill, but then there's the lunar spell book, the ancient spell book, the Archaeus, the standard, mm-hmm. there's different spells that are utility based or combat based. Um, with with like exploration, it could be like sailing could be a branch of that. So I'm more of a fan of that idea. Yeah, personally. 
do you think sailing will pass? Do you think like when it comes to the final poll, do you think it'll actually enter the game? I have no idea. I think it depends entirely on what they flesh out and show us. Because, I don't know, there still is a pretty sizable portion of a community that just doesn't want a new skill, but they've already pretty much locked in a new skill, so if sailing fails, they're just going to go back to the drawing board and just come out with another skill idea. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see what happens. I have a feeling that sailing will come out. Um, Jagex will push for it like as hard as possible to get it out. And yeah. it's going to completely I think if it game. fails... I think if it does fail, they might go back to the drawing board and change it to exploration. Nah, For me, like that's that that I the idea of like a skill that's more broad than just sailing is the perfect skill. Like I that, would, that to me, that's what that is. I would say if sailing fails, they're probably gonna start pulling shamanism. Like that's like they would just like literally scrap it and just be like, all right, what about shamanism? <laughs> and then but I don't know. I have, I have a feeling Sailing will come out. We'll see what the more. There's like some more blog posts coming out later um, in June that are going to be talking about the actual core gameplay and stuff, and we'll see. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Especially everyone losing their max cape. Like that's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be wild. Like everyone's gonna be on a boat like day one. Just yep. Yeah, that's what excites I think me. That'll for... be... That'll be fun to to watch. Yeah, like the, the race that people have for like both ninety nine and for two hundred mil. And there won't be any metas either. Like if as if they do it well enough, where they have good ideas but they don't share too much, we're gonna log in day one and have no idea like what the most efficient ways of getting your sailing up are. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I know well, who it'll, you, it'll be figured out quickly though. Who who do you think will get rank one? Like, as in, like, the 200 mil haulers. Like, who do you think will secure the next rank one? For 200 mil? Yeah. Not not for not for 200 mil, because there could be some random guy that gets 200 mil that isn't already, um, you know. You mean rank 4. one overall, like, 4.8? Yeah, yeah, like, 4.8. Like 4.8. Or 4.8, yeah. Oh, man. That is a hard uh, question to answer, because there's so many people that could be on that list. And there's going to be even um, more, too, because sailing's probably not even going to come out for at least another year and a half or two years. Yeah. Uh, man, it depends so much on people's real life, though. Like, it's hard to say. Yeah. If you had to um, guess, if you just for a prediction, so if we ever went back to this cast after sailing comes out and you could be right, who would you say? Okay, wait, one second. How many pages of... Okay, there's pages of 4.6 hmm. can i have two guesses because there's nearly two pages of 4.6 you can but then it won't be as cool it, it won't be as insane but yeah, yeah you can still guess but but choose your actual number one and then say like who would be a runner-up okay man but i don't know these people's <laughs> real life i know but that's like, that's the fun of it like you can't you can't know but if you are right that would be pretty cool okay I'm uh, just give me a second to look through the names real <laughs> okay. quick. I'm looking okay. at the names right now okay. and I'm just kind of figuring out who I think would be here. Oh man. Okay. I For think my number Vior, one. I think Vior. I'm sorry if that was gonna be yours, but yeah. I think No, actually. Okay, what's yours? For for my for my number one, Ebox Jong. Ooh. Back. 
That is a good fucking guess, actually. And he that is because he's he's killing it in the content game right yeah. now. Yeah, and so you know and he's gonna he'll, be... so he'll have the time and yes. he'll have the support. He'll be able to stream it. He'll be able to get viable if it is anything yeah. viable. He could just get funded. Yeah, holy shit. That's my. What about your second? Did you have a runner-up? Uh, I do, but I don't know the real-life situation, and I also don't know how the skills can be trained. If the skill can be trained the same way on an Iron Man, Iron Higer. Yeah, that won't happen. He, I mean, that would. But be if insane. it can't be trained, the, it just, if it can't it, be trained the same way though, then then um, Bior's a good guess. But I'm actually looking at these names here. The only reason I say uh, Bjorn... Rodney Farva. Oh shit! You're right. That guy's an animal. Because he he did a six thousand hour year, but also again depends on on if he's even playing the game. At and the it's time. it really depends on how like yeah no 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 you're you're right and it also depends on like how well you can pioneer because it's not just log in and play the the efficient meta from you know, minute one until the end. It's like, no, you're going to have to go out there and like test shit or like be in the know of what the actual most efficient thing is. And then people yeah. are going to come out with methods that are slightly faster and they're not even going to share it. So you got to be like in these communities and like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a crazy, a crazy ride. And I'm excited to see. I, the only reason I say Vior is because like that, that dude, like is he just it feels like he lives and breathes this game like he cares so much <laughs> and so that's why i yeah. think like he'll push like he'll he will stay up 21 hours a day every single day and do it you know what i mean yeah yeah who knows though Bior is definitely one of the people that could be in the uh in that running yeah we'll we'll see what do you what uh yeah i'll put i'll, I'll put i'll put he box young as my, my number yeah one. That, that's a great guess actually um, plus if he, he would, he, so the, the problem with he box is I don't think he's as degenerate. So like he couldn't pull like crazy hour days and it's really just more of a, a super quick race. He's gone, he's gone pretty hard in previous like, um, EHP, um, like fantasies. Yeah. Really? Is he like yeah. always up there with like short term play? Cause like those fantasies lasted like a, couple weeks or like a month right i could be wrong though maybe he was just getting inflated hours with um uh sepulcher because he was really good at that but i mean he, i think yeah. he, he can he i think he's i mean he's very efficient yeah so that's, that's for sure that's that, that would, going for him. yes and i think if he had like because he has a sizable channel too so if he actually got rank one like he would have so much of a push to get that like imagine yeah. you know being rank one and like a, a big content creator like that that alone would be insane content but you can't make content and go for rank one at the same time. Like there's, there would be way too much competition. You'd have he to. He can't. He can if he's streaming. He That's true. He would stream it. Yeah, but you're right. He wouldn't make videos on it. Yeah, and he can. He can just do the old, um, like ramble where he's just rambling while training, and he's like, "Oh, this is where I'm at right now." I'm, That's true. Know, that that is high scores. That is. He doesn't true. have to edit it. Oh, I'm excited uh, for that. That that'll be fun. That'll be like the. Uh, there's a few silver linings to it all. Like I'm scared of like the consequences of a new skill coming into the game, what it what it changes. Yeah. But there's a lot of exciting stuff about it. Um, 
Okay, Apescape asks, who is the cat? I'm assuming your profile picture cat. Yeah, the profile picture cat. So I, I have a cat named Nibbles, and she's the sweetest thing. But the profile picture cat um, actually comes from uh, Sens. Do you know who Sens is? He's a 4.6 build. Yeah, player. I just know. I just, yeah, I, I know just the John Will Sens, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Me, me, him, and Dead Wilson yeah. all had a uh, just, shared Twitter. That's back so interesting. What can I just ask that before we go on to the cat thing? Like, what was that about? Why do you have a shared Twitter? Uh, we knew that like there was like a Twitter community, but like we were also just kind of lurkers at the time. Hmm. We just we were and we were all like good friends. So we just made an, a Twitter account just to mostly to follow the memes, not to even be a part of anything. Hmm. Um, and so. At that point, though, we, we started posting the occasional meme and stuff, and um, people, like, never knew which one of us was the one posting. <laughs> so it Who was it, it usually? Like, a lot of the time, it was me or uh, Dead Wilson or okay. Scott. Like, he, uh, me, me and him were way more active. Like, you'd see the rare sense tweet. Uh, but yeah, so we just had a shared Twitter. And then, uh, so we hit, that was Sense's avatar picture on Skype. And I think on TeamSpeak, too, at one point. Um... But then, like, it's the most HD cat in the world. Like, if you look <laughs> yeah, at the picture, the, the, ori the original picture, it is so HD. Really? And um, I guess I just made it an emote uh, at one point because I was, I like asked Sense about it. I was like, hey, can I make this an emote? Um, like, Zulu cat? Because, like, you know, cats are cool. Um, and he was like, yeah, sure. Like, because he didn't stream or anything. Um, how do you get a Shazian supply? Oh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Anyways. <laughs> Um, I looked up the original, I backtraced the image and found the original person who took the photo. Um, and it was, it was on a Wikimedia article, like, uh, Wikipedia's like photo articles or whatever. Mm. And I emailed them and I asked them, um, can I use this, this image for all commercial purposes? And they, they said, yes, I think they're, uh, I don't want to, I think they're from Guatemala. They're from, uh, some South American country can't remember where but i emailed them and asked them and they, they gave me permission to use that cat for all commercial purposes damn same thing with my pig emote my the pig pog it's uh yeah. the pig's name is actually cordelia fitzgerald and i emailed the person <laughs> who sells pigs about damn, it you're going they, out of your way to actually get like your you know permission yeah i had to make sure it was legit yeah. that i could you know i had the that didn't want that to bite me in the ass years down the road yeah i started using winnie the pooh emotes um and just like I think the beginning of 2022 or the beginning of 2021, it just became hmm. like like anybody can use it because it had been like over 80 years. So like the copyright's gone or something like that. That's why like that um, yeah. that sinister Winnie the Pooh, like evil murder Winnie the Pooh movie came out. Oh, yeah. That yeah, that movie looks interesting. I want to watch it. <laughs> I don't. I, I know it's going to be you shit. Don't? It, it's I think it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to get really, really drunk, I feel like, and then it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be I think it's going to be good. I haven't seen it yet though. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's where the cat comes that's from. It just comes from a uh Sense's original uh Skype and TeamSpeak picture. It was originally his. Um, we made it. We made it the John Wilson's Twitter avatar actually for a while mm. until we made it the the uh, crying tears Dobbs uh, character photo. I don't know if how much of the lore you know about that. No, no. Okay, so there's a guy named Dobbs. Okay. Um, 
and he used to be pretty active in the community. I think he was in, man, what was he? I think he was in Texas, I want to say. But he uh, he hated that Nightmare Zone was a thing, kind of like a lot of people do. Yep. Um, and so because we were all guffing six hours, we made it a big meme where like our Twitter banner was like the three of us in Nightmare Zone standing next to each other wearing guffins. Um, and then we made his character like his we were we were toxic. I'm not going to lie. We took his like RuneScape forum character avatar and then just like drew gears on it in paint and then made that our avatar at one point. Uh, because like he hated Nightmare Zone. He was like the most like outspoken about hating Nightmare Zone. And we were all yeah, like, I respect him for that. I respect him. Yeah. For that. Yeah. We were just we were kind of toxic. I'm not going to lie. Um. Yeah, that's uh, th- that's that's know. the lore of the cat, though. That's okay, the lore of the cat. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. We we finally yeah. discovered it. Uh, what's the lore behind Zulu? Because your name 2000- previously was Marasaur, right? Yes, 2014. Uh, Jagex released a bunch of inactive names, um, and by every couple weeks, it was like a new batch. So like the first couple week was like A through like D or something, mm. and then like E through like whatever. Um, and every week, like in Slay Stars, we had our group, like we had like 30 of us that were like, Hey, uh, let's write down a list of names and like, just whoever gets it, gets it. We'll bond up and, you know, trade the names to each other. But like, you want the name Conan? Okay. We'll go get, we'll make sure that we get Conan. Oh, you want the name Renz? We'll sure. We'll make sure we get Renz. You want the name Muck? We'll get Muck. You want the original name Merrick? We'll make sure we get that. Like all these different names, right? Mm. Um, Poop. We had we had we had some crazy names. Fight. We had some insane names. But then um, I got the name two two seven seven the first week. I think was the was the first week numbers or was it the last week? I don't know. I think it was the last week. It was numbers and like Z. I got two two seven seven, which is the total level, max total yeah, level. Yeah. And then I also got Zulu. Like those two names were on like our short list of names we wanted to get. Um, and I just fell in love with it instantly. Like, I was just like, damn, that's like the name looks sick. Yeah. Um. And in the back, like the the lore of it, is that one, it's like Z when you're talking about like um pilot, radio, military, like code, like Alpha, Bravo, mm-hmm. Charlie, Delta, you know, all the way down to Zulu. Um, and uh, I just I kind of just liked the name, like it just looked good. So that was that. It was just like okay, this is my brand yeah. now. Basically, for for a few months, I was swapping between. Oh, maybe it's 2014. Was I say 2014? Yeah, you. Did. I don't know. But anyways, okay, okay. But yeah, anyways, every uh, every month I would switch back and forth between 2277 and Zulu, um, and then eventually, I like kind of I put Marisaur onto my uh, Iron Man uh, when Iron Man first came out, uh, and that account is still the same account, but I de-ironed it. It's an alt now. Mm-hmm. One of my alts. Um. But yeah, I. I turned in a tier two Shazian set. No, my elite. Why did it fail? Did you not anyway. box it up? You had to box it first. No, it's in a box. Okay. And I said, turn in. Maybe <laughs> I got to talk to them. Again. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Anyways. <God>. Um, <laughs> That's fine. horrible. Anyways. It didn't pass. All right. At on. one point, I had gotten tired of changing back and forth every month. And I was like, I just want to be Zulu now. Like, I just, I just, I want that name mm-hmm. um, to just be my, what I'm known as. So I put 2277 onto our shared Playstar's Nightmare Zone account. It was basically an account that only had like five quests done before you could choose what quest you wanted to do. Um, so I just put the name on there. 
to hold it. And then I think we just lost the name. And then some guy in Hexus got the name 2277 later on. Mm. Yeah, um, no, because I swear I've seen that name around. Like people. Yeah, that used to be, I used to have that name. But then uh, we lost it. Uh, but I just had Zulu and I just kept Zulu. Mm. Um, and that was before I had streamed. Because I didn't start streaming until 2016. So I became known as Zulu at like the end of 2014. And, you know, became more established just in the community in general as Zulu instead of being Marisaur. Um, Marisaur is a more interesting one because it comes from, um, what's it called? Uh, Call of Duty days where there's the marathon perk from MW2 and then dinosaurs are cool. And I also used <laughs> to run. The, I also, that's the combination of it. Oh my God. Yeah. And I also used to run track in, uh, high school okay so a marathon just in general i thought you know cool. marisaur interesting yep damn and what how when did you get that name the name marisaur yeah 2009 she so that was like your original gamer tag or was there one prior to that that was my gamer tag on on xbox okay on runescape the name wasn't taken i think whenever you could change names i just took yeah yeah but like i'm just talking i guess like um oh online names in general a, is that like your first ever maris marisaur i want to say marisaur but then now no now I, I had marisaur. some i had some pretty cringy ones but i don't know how bad that is for um opsec purposes yeah so i'm yeah, gonna yeah. Just start refrain from sharing those. Yeah. but no that was that was probably the first well i i went by like mara or marisaur like i was in a bunch of sniping competitive okay. sniping clans and stuff and that was kind of like the first name i guess established where i was more than i was part of like a community instead of just being a gamer with a name that like is in lobbies yeah. like that's when i started to really make like online friends i think damn do you know who dreeks is yeah well yeah i mean i know of him yeah dreeks uh he's also a co-owner of prop swap but he's like a he was like the first or no one of the first level threes to get a um 200 mil all in r3 i think colton was the first um, but anyways, he, uh, him and I met on, uh, Call of Duty. Oh, shit. Back then in 2009, when I was, when I first started being Marisaur and he was Rise Dreeks. He was in a, the clan Rise. Oh, damn. That's yeah. There's crazy. some lore behind that. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's good to know. I've, I feel like I've gotten to know your, uh, just whole story and just everything and like how your names came to be. This was nice. Yeah. Um, that's that's the story of the name Zulu and the name Marisaur. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, uh. Yeah. I, I guess uh, like I'm looking at the Twitter topic. Well, here there's there's one last one I'm looking at, and it's would you ever go cliff diving again? Have you gone cliff diving before? Yeah, I saw that was from uh, Wizard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Him. Him. Me and Boss. If you know who Boss is, B A S. Um. Yeah. 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 They. BAS boss, he lived here in Austin at one point because he was working at a tech company. Um, he moved back to the Netherlands recently. But um, he, like Aaron or Wizard, was visiting and uh, we decided to go cliff jumping. And uh, it was it was fun, man. Um, I hurt? jumped off like a, no. I, well, my, yeah, a little bit. My stomach like hit the, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it hurt. No, not really. Okay. For like a minute. Was it tall? Like was uh, the cliff like high up? Yeah, the one I jumped off of was like 25 or 30 feet. Okay. Um, and I jumped off that like, I think two or three times. And then Boss, he jumped off that a bunch. But then he also jumped off of a uh, 50-ish, maybe 55 or 60 foot oh, one. Jesus Christ. That was crazy, man. 
and he climbed back up. Yeah, he climbed back up the side of the cliff to get to us. Holy it was shit! Insane. Yeah, he's a he's an adventurer, man. Is he Jack? Yeah, cliff jumping was fun. <laughs> um, he's like he's like your typical nether Netherlander. He's tall and skinny. <laughs> okay, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never gone. Oh, I've gone cliff jumping, but it was like I think it was like fifteen feet. Like it was literally nothing. But dude, there was okay. Do you know what a gainer is? Yeah, those things are. Yeah, oh. there was. Yeah. Th there was like this like twelve year old or something doing gainers off of it. Like he was hanging out with like all these. I think he was somebody's brother or something. But he was hanging out with all these all these uh like dudes that were about my age. Um, that were like doing like double gainers and like they were doing like uh shots where they were jumping off and then like uh throwing a football and catching it uh like all this crazy Dude. stuff and then this like this kid is just sitting there doing gainers off of it and like it made me feel like a pussy Dude, doing like, gainers <laughs> off a cliff sounds so dangerous. Like for me, like it, obviously if you're experienced, you're fine. But that literally sounds yeah. like you'd fucking break your neck on like the fl the opposite flip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Fuck that. I wouldn't. That's crazy. Then but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Sure going doing that. That's cool. Okay, uh, Zulu. I want to ask you for uh, three shout outs from the community that. Uh, yeah, and and why it can be anybody from maybe your stream, content creators, J mods, etc. Oh man, you know I have watched your cast before, and I know that you always ask that like, <laughs> literally every time, and yet I didn't think to prepare that. Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. Give me a second to think about this. Yeah, doesn't have to be um, the top three either. So don't feel bad. Like if yeah, know, yeah, just just three people you think deserve it. I mean, okay, so there's there's so many people in my community that I would shout out, but I don't want to say, like, a name and then another person think, like, oh, man, he didn't shout me out. Because there's, like, probably, like, five or um, five to ten people in my community that, like, are super supportive and uh, all that. So I don't want to, like, I just, you know who you are for those people. But as far as, like, just the community that people would know or maybe wouldn't know, let me think. Um... John MP4. That dude's a talented motherfucker. Yeah. He uh he's edited for tons of people, but he also he edits the RuneScape Chronicles. He's one half of RuneScape Chronicles. And he's a beast at at the game. Uh he's got a pretty far along iron right now. Uh and on top of that, he's also like a really cool dude. Uh so he's one of them for sure. Who else do I shout out? Hmm. I shout out Nixos, Dale. He uh he moved here to Texas um about a year and a half ago. Um him and I have been friends for a long time online, but he's probably one of the most level-headed people I know in the community. Um very down to earth, very cool dude. Oh yeah, and he was the guy in he was the guy in the photo as well, like you that you hung out with. Yeah, with Whale yep. when we went to get yeah. food. Yeah, he's the uh, the curly headed guy. He yeah, looks yeah. like uh, Jack Harlow. <laughs> I call him Jack Harlower sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, that's number two. Hmm. Maybe number three. Man, man, this is so. Why you got to put me on the spot like this? You know what? Just to make it easy, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Alfie. Um, I think a lot of people. Um meme him but i think a 
so many more people love and support him. Um, but I think he sometimes gets in his head about the the haters and the weird people that say things just to get under his skin. Mm. But he lived here in Texas for about six or seven months, and he would always be the one organizing, like, hey, come over, you know, like, let's get a bunch of people together here for, like, a poker night or, like, a, just a hangout. Um, and he's always been really easy to talk to. And I know that he um, just yesterday had a very um, oh, unfortunate yeah. personal family situation um and i know he's going through a lot with that but shout out to alfie we all love you man yeah that's a great shout out huge shout out to alfie he's he's a legend yeah 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 i can't imagine um i believe it was his father passed away yeah yeah, yeah that's that's super. and i know that he uh i know he's super close with his family too like the reason he left texas was to move back to I think it was, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was a little later, but he moved back to California to be closer to a family and be closer to his mm-hmm. sister and just his family in general. Yeah. So I know that that's a huge loss for him. And Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and ending on a sad note, but... Uh, oh, sorry. That, but <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, all, we all love and support you, Alfie. Yeah, no, for real. That's, uh, that's very rough to go through and the, literally all the love and support. I think he... I think he understands the community's got his back as well. Like we all, we all love Alfie. Yeah. Anyway, guys, listening down in the description, go drop Zulu a follow on his Twitter, his YouTube, his Twitch. Is there any other things you'd like linked? Um, my Instagram is pretty shit. My Instagram is uh, the lowest social media I think I have. <laughs> Do you want that link down there? No, it's fine. Okay. okay. Fine. All right. Um, yeah, go drop him a follow for me, boys. Uh, and Zulu, thank you for your time this evening. This is really nice. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Okay, guys. Next week, we will be having Nine Rain on uh, on the cast. Ooh, so the yeah, Texas boy. Yeah, yeah, for real. He's from Austin, too, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. Have you we met up out. with him? Yep. Okay, very cool. Yeah, so we're going to get... Okay, well, awesome. Yeah, we're going to get Nine Rain on, and then we're going to have a duo J-Mod cast the week following. So I'm not going to spoil it quite yet, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. So anyway, guys, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.